Welcome to the Neighborhood Watch Party Podcast with George, James, and Drew. While we may essentially just be fans of the sport, we passionately debate it weekly, and I've recorded it here for your viewing pleasure. Check out our social media in the description to find us on other platforms. Please enjoy. Hello, everybody. Welcome to the Neighborhood Watch Party with George, James, and Drew. We have a very special live episode, as you can tell. For the boys in this episode four of our podcast, um, I forget the exact. We're we're on week fifteen now, is it, or is this week sixteen? This we're, would be week, week six, fifteen. Fifteen. Yeah, it's sixteen. No, sixteen. No, sixteen. No, sixteen. sixteen. Week sixteen of NFL football analysis. Um, we're doing this on a Wednesday. Um, we're gonna probably be starting this uh, podcast off on a more uh, downtrodden note. Um, I'm sure you guys have heard uh, the news this morning. Um, we've talked about it a little bit just in anticipation of the game for the anniversary of this player coming up, just because I'm a Steelers fan. But with the passing of Franco Harris today, the NFL lost a big community, um, especially for Steelers fans, but I mean fans of the game all around. The Immaculate Reception is probably one of the most historic plays in NFL history. Um, Every time I go through Pittsburgh Airport, I look for that statue of Franco holding the ball right there down above the grass. Um, And so we're just going to start off with a few seconds of silence for Franco, and then we'll get the, the more positive stuff of this. On that note, though, it was an exciting week of football. There were some historic things happening. Historic <laughs> some his- football, man. Yeah, and so we've got lots of things to go over today. Um, we're going to start it off just like we usually do, talking about the bets, but right after our bets, I actually have a little bit of announcement for our podcasting world. Um, I'm going to stake some stuff here on the podcast live, I think. So that's going to happen. But we've got a big roadmap for you today. we got week 15 of football. We've had a lot of big games, big upsets, big performances. And so there's lots of stuff to talk about. We also have a lot of stuff with our favorite teams and with the Jaguars in a particularly explosive overtime win. It's like very good bet, Cowboys yeah, yeah. Well, I mean, I wouldn't say very good, but I mean, very, <laughs> very good it's a very, it's a very good record. Record. Yeah, yeah, sure, sure, sure. But we get back into the breaking news, some MVP conversation, some fantasy talk, and even some sports betting news, uh, given where we are and where we're located. And then finally, we'll talk about week 16. We'll give your predictions. We'll give our bets for that game, and we'll get into a majority, the bulk of our podcast now. However, we'll start at the top with a little betting scoreboard update. Now, where we were before, we were looking at Drew at 10, George at 8, and James at 4. And so it was really anyone's game. The things started to tighten up, particularly after a more spread out week one. But going into week three, I guess first things first, are we going to count ties, like holds, as one point or no points? Because we all no had points. one this week, so it would affect us all equally. Uh, I'd say no, that that's not you didn't win that. Okay, that's fine. Because we, yeah, we all had yeah. one bet this week where we didn't, it was it was a push. It was the same game. Titans plus three, Chargers minus three. We were all on that game. Yeah, wow. I think the thing is, I think in the future we should maybe look for half spreads, and if there's a game like that, we can maybe decide as a group to kick that up or down just to ensure. Yeah, it's, it's the risk you take if you take a full point spread. Okay. Yeah. Okay. You, you gotta win. You can't push. Fair enough. But we'll start top of the list because I was in first, and after this week, still managed to scrounge around in first after not getting a single one of my normal picks right. I took. I looked back at this immediately after last week's episode, and I knew it was going to be a bad week of betting. I picked like three big spreads, and I was just like, 
The big the, spread got me the week before. Yeah, no, and that's what I was thinking too. And I saw the Chiefs-Texans game, and I'm like, the, I just made fun of George for betting against the Texans, and I'm going to look like a fool yeah, doing Yeah, we mentioned that in the episode too, that we didn't think that was a great bet. No, I I know. And that's uh, looking afterwards, I was just like, I want to pick some teams I think will win. And that's that's what happened. They just didn't win by enough. And, hey, and so Good teams win. Great teams covered. Yeah, no, and that's the thing. So Eagles, Bills, Chiefs, minus 9, minus 7.5, minus 14, all fall through. I hold on my Titans plus 3 pick. But my Steelers came through. We dominated the Panthers in a game that the other boys weren't as confident in my dogs about. One possession game. Hey, that's... Uh, it did look, look like a one possession game. We, yeah, no. But James, James had a much stronger week. I think James actually... Uh, had his best week yet with this a three-point performance. Um, he had a hold on the Chargers game that we just right. mentioned. Four-point performance. He lost his Jets and Commanders pick. Oh, he had a four-point performance. You're right. Yeah, yeah. Uh, he, James is at eight this week with a Jags win plus four and a half I and a Bengals. Four-point performance. Too. Yeah, I can't count. You're yeah. Messing both of us. Yeah, but I doubled I've, my points. It's yeah, I've got it added in there. We're you we're all your points up too, actually. Yeah, I we have have all the that the correct values are in parentheses. Yeah, yeah. Oh, you did correct it. Okay. <laughs> well, no, because originally that was supposed to be for with our plus ones and minus. I didn't know, but but it but appears they are that correct in they, the they, parentheses. Yes, yes. And so with a Lions straight dub and a 49ers money lock, George gets some dubs but loses that New England and Vikings pick he had. Titans he held with me. He lost that New England pick to very hard. And so yeah, that hard. New England pick, I had that in my house pick em. I had that in the podcast. I was like, Billy Belichick, playoffs on the line. He ain't losing this. Fair. I don't think Billy Belichick lost it, but we're going to get into that momentarily. Say, I don't think Bill lost it. Some other people lost it. Yeah, but game. that puts the, Blame will be placed that puts the <laughs> scoreboard at 13, Drew, George at 12. Right behind. And James at eight. So it's it's the the race is tightened up. It's getting better. Everyone's improving their performance uh, a actually, little bit. I actually have not had yeah. the same performance since week one. Yeah, I, mean, I doubled my points. So yeah, yeah. James is catching up. It's becoming very competitive. And so that's where we leave our betting scoreboard update at. However, before we get into our big portions of the episodes, um, I do have an announcement to make. I would All like right. to make it known that me and James do not know what he's about to say. Yeah, this no is idea. true. I have kept it as a surprise because I've honestly, I, there, I I may have hinted at it sort of in our conversation before the podcast, but there have been some strifes in a relationship of mine um, with a certain institution. And, you know, I've after going back and forth with this institution, there's certain, there's only so much I can take. Oh, this is going to be about Ohio State. And so... There's oh you think it's about a uh, no it's not about a it's state. not about the Ohio State ticket office oh it, it's a little <laughs> oh, listen I won't forget I won't forget about the Ohio State ticket office and if anything this can go to confirm my point about them but I'm staking something on week four of college football next season Ooh. whoever wins that week will have my fanship for the rest. of of my wow. waking days. I, I should make it known that that is the Ohio State Notre Dame game <laughs> you know, in South Bend, Indiana. I'm wow. I'm giving my boys one more wow. chance. I'm giving them one shot. The when I the Notre Dame's the only thing I the football team's the only thing I like about this institution <laughs> anymore. And if if the football team falls through, I'm done. Backing out of my alma mater, I'll burn the diploma. No, I mean maybe not that much. <laughs> no, maybe so not that much. Hey, hey, Mama Niter. Right. I told Mama Niter and Papa Niter don't find can, this. Can we clip this? Jamie? No, we don't. <laughs> I'm just putting it out there. I'm tired. Notre Dame 
losing. And this is the this is the Marcus Freeman had his year. That's all I'm going to say. That's our only college football talk for the day. I like how this is your breaking point. Like I feel like there, I, like I feel like between George and I for professional teams have had way more breaking points than just like, it's, it, a it, bad I, year. It's a, there's a lot more personal stuff. Again, sort of like I, I said before the podcast with just me interacting, trying to apply to grad school, stuff like that. So it's a lot more personal than the football team. It has nothing to do with the organizations themselves or their performances. I mean. Marcus Freeman is probably going to blow another lead in this bowl game, and so if that happens, I'm going to be. Are you guys playing the bowl game? I don't even know. Like I don't care. <laughs> like, I, I don't watch. That, that's the thing. I haven't watched a Notre Dame game since like week two, when we lost to Marshall. Like I've watched more Notre Dame. That's that's what I'm saying. Like I don't. I I was imagine losing to Marshall. Be, be it's but we'll get off CFB because that's going to be pretty much because the end of that. this sports podcast is turning into an NFL podcast. Yeah, it has. <laughs> I mean, we still talk about some other stuff here, but hey, that's, the off that's, season we might have to sh- shake it up a little bit more. But I can't right, wait for the golf. Meetings. Right now, the NFL has been too entertaining. And listen, the thing is too is I'm totally down to like start. I mean, hockey and basketball are playing right now. We could talk NBA but, and NHL. I mean, Alex Ovechkin is on record-setting pace. Right? And like, how, no, how, the, I, how exciting NFL has been right now, though? No, but that's what I'm saying. That's no. what I'm saying. Oh, it's no, like, no, no. I care about Alex Ovechkin beating Gretzky for the scoring record. I care is about it all-time or season? What, what's going on? It's all-time. No he's, all he's over 800 goals now. I think he's 74 oh, behind. 74. Is this, is this in his last year? Is oh, it? no. He's still going. Oh yeah, it's easy. No, but I've been yeah. even I've been seeing a lot of history. Like even I I get notifications on the Penguins and like I've been seeing so many Sidney Crosby two goal games where I'm just like this dude is still playing hockey. Like I feel like this guy's been playing my entire life. Yeah, like, yeah, I, yeah. <laughs> I don't remember hockey without Sidney Crosby. Then that's my point. It's like it feels like the most dangerous sport. They're walking around with blades no on their way. feet and, and sticks no to. No way, Sidney Crosby has any teeth left. They're just <laughs> that out there. But they're fake. If you see Sidney Crosby <laughs> teeth, those are fake. He ha- he has a great dentist. Let me tell you. But yeah, um, there's other sports we can talk about. So if you guys have other teams you want us to look at, other big performances, we can keep our eyes. I watch a bit of NBA, so if I see any crazy like buzzer beaters, we can. Talk. I do play fantasy basketball, which is. Wildly underwhelming compared to. Uh, yeah, I don't. If I you, played if that. If you guys one. want to start the uh, Bills Dolphins talk, though, I gotta go grab something real quick. Sounds good. We can get into that. I suspect this might be cookies. If it oh is. yeah. Oh, oh live. Well, we're gonna hop into our bulk portion real quick, and so again, you know how we start every podcast. We start talking our big games, and there were a lot of big games, historic games, even in some circumstances. I, I think we got to start with the the history making game right there, Nader. Well, James did want us to start with the Bills fans. Oh, maybe James so, wanted to talk about that. So, so that's so. But the big thing is, is this was getting hyped up. We talked about this a little wet last week in our breaking news section when we were talking about the implications of weather. Mm-hmm. And I think I I bet the Bills, so I wasn't I didn't follow my point that I said in the podcast. But I was very much saying that I didn't think. The Finns would be affected by the snow. As they much didn't as, seem to be. And that's the thing. They Tyre- scored 29 points. Tyreek didn't perform as well as you like to. He had 22 fantasy points. I know that much. That's But he, he was on Twitter. He's saying like, he should have been performing better. So that's the thing. Like, I, yeah, but I mean, if you're scoring 29 points, I don't think the weather's holding you back too much. Oh, it's not. That's, that's, I do think it's a factor. Oh, for sure. Wrong. And so the big thing is we had that snowball. I mean, did you see the pictures in the stands of just like, foot and a half of snow on the well, benches what like what was hilarious was they had to stop the game and the referees had to make an announcement that if any more snowballs were thrown at the miami dolphins bench the bills would get a 15 yard penalty so if i'm a dolphins fan sitting in the front row i'm throwing <laughs> let me tell snowballs you, i'm throwing snowballs at my own team 
because you could have got a 15 yard penalty. Out You're of helping it, your that's helping the team out. That's like helping. that's worth getting ejected. 15 yarder, dude. If if you got like 10 dedicated fans, that's up and down the field twice. Yeah, like, yeah. <laughs> that's two scoring drives. So, but I will stake the claim that I bet there were under 10 Dolphins fans at this game. Yeah. <laughs> Bills Mafia, the Orchard, and a Snowball. First of all, they weren't giving up those tickets. Yeah. No. Second of all, the Bills fans are just savages, and the Miami fans are too. They're too preoccupied. Oh, oh show show the camera, James. Yeah, wait. Let's get those. Can we get them all? Oh, oh, right. oh we, this is the this is the benefit of having live episodes, lads. <laughs> I hope them other boys that are coming later aren't too hungry. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but anyway, no, you're you're basically so, just talking snowball, so James. I think we got it about wrapped up. I mean, we really only talked the win. snow. Um, if, if the, Josh is, Allen's a beast, best QB in that can class. Can we talk a little bit more Bills? I feel like we didn't talk about the winning team enough there. We talked mostly about the Dolphins under maybe not performing as, uh, or, or performing Bills better defense, than the you, you expect the Bills' defense to play better against a pass-heavy team in the snow. Could that become a liability later Negative in the playoffs? Negative two fantasy I mean, points. Let's be real Negative though. two fantasy points for Bills' defense. I started them in a playoff game. Same. Against Same. James. Oh, we all... <laughs> we all yeah, I was saying my other league I started. But, no, I mean, let's be fair to the Bills' defense. The snow didn't come until the end of the fourth quarter, so it was a cold game. It wasn't a snow game until the end. And when it was a snow game, their defense was better. But, I mean, I just think it's impressive because uh, – for the game, Stefan Diggs didn't really have a great game, but the Bills' offense still performed very well against, I mean, Miami's defense isn't really sung very highly, but they're a solid unit. I mean, Xavier Howard and uh, Byron Jones on the outside. You got um, Jalen Phillips, Christian Wilkins. I mean, Vaughn's hurt. Nick, right? Isn't Vaughn on the Bills? Vaughn's out. Oh, Vaughn, he's, Vaughn's he's on the hurt. Bills. That's what I'm but saying. I'm saying the Miami defense uh, is a pretty good unit, and I think the Buffalo offense continues to perform at a very consistent high level, despite you know, despite injuries, despite maybe key players not showing up. Well, but in this case, it was Stephon Diggs. Here's what the Bills are doing right now that they weren't doing in the beginning of the season. They are running the football effectively with more than just Josh Allen. The first eight weeks of this football season, the Bills couldn't run the ball if it wasn't Josh Allen. Devin Singletary and James Cook were two fumble machines that weren't getting anything done or any chunk plays. If you watch Devin Singletary in that game, dude looked like Marshawn Lynch out there, dude. He was balling. So, the Bills are running the football, and in Orchard Park, in the playoffs, you got to be able to run the football because there may be games where you can't pass it. I mean, let, I mean, let's give a shout out to Dawson Knox too, though. I mean, dude had six receptions, ninety-eight yards, a touchdown. I mean, he was there. He was their MVP that night. He freaking. What were the Bills' rushing stats, real quick? Uh, the Bills' rushing stats. Well, their lead rusher was Josh Allen, ten carries for seventy-seven yards. But the Bills overall, Singletary, Singletary actually really didn't have a good game. He rushed 13 times for 42 yards. James Cook had a few good runs, five yard, five attempts for 34 yards. It was mainly just Josh Allen doing work, to be fair. But hey, like, he's, over, that Singletary's there, though. They're not turning the ball over. That's a really big No, play. that's a good one, yeah. Yeah, but, I mean, really fun game. Everyone loves a snow game. And I, I hope afterwards, like, I hope there were videos of snowball fights. I went to a Jets-Steelers game in the Meadowlands. Um, when I was a kid, when I was like eight, and it snowed like if you st- when you, if you stood still in your seats, you got like this much snow on your shoulders. Like that's how bad it was snowing. And that scene afterwards, there's nothing better than a snow game, parking lot, <laughs> like like, like st- groups of fans of your jerseys against groups of fans and the opponents oh, yeah. just 
chucking snowballs. Arch sick. The like, snowballs they threw in the middle of that game were hilarious. The fact that they stopped the game for that was awesome. We talked about yeah, that. Yeah, we talked about that a lot. And, and again, how do you stop, like, like what would happen if a Miami fan just started chucking snowballs? No, I, that's what I said. James, when they said if a Bill fan throws a football at the Miami, or a snowball at the Miami bench, it's a 15-yard penalty for the Bills. I'm like, dude, if I'm a Miami fan sitting on that side, I'm, go- I'm, I'm launching them, oh, dude. Yeah, I'm, I'm like Buddy the Elf. <laughs> like kick me out of the game, give me them fifteen yards. No, but that's no, my but that's wins, it's worth but it. that's my point. It's like in an away game like that, even Miami in a snow game, you might not have maybe as many fans. But like, I imagine Steelers fans like if we were in an away game like that, oh my god, we'd be throwing snowballs the whole time. <laughs> I feel like you just expect both fans to do that. No, like, but that, like it's not, not like Miami. Fans. Well, that's how do you how can you punish it? Well, then? that's fair. Yeah. First of all, I said there may have been ten Miami fans at that whole. Well, game. that's the point. <laughs> I mean, it's, they don't have sure, but there, my so. point is is like. At the point where that can happen, should you be doing that? Like, I get that, like, maybe there's ice in those snowballs and it's potentially dangerous for the players, but snowballs don't feel like the most dangerous thing to me. Um, I mean, it's better than, like, throwing beer cans on the field. Shout out, Browns. (laughs) But that's my thing. Browns fans throw beer cans all the time and don't get flags. So why are we going to threaten flags for snowballs? Don't look at us over here. Hey, let's um, get to the next game here, though. <laughs> we are going to try to do this episode a touch more quickly than yeah. we've done previous episodes. I mean, so. yeah, we can move on to the coldest team in the league, Nate, the Indianapolis This Colts. is unfortunate for me because I just got – there are only 99 of these cards made. I got a Matt Ryan. <laughs> it was real unfortunate. It came in the mail like the day before the game. You would was, have to pay someone to take that. That's card. what I'm saying. Yeah. I, it's, it's, I mean, it's maybe super... a Colts diehard would take it just because they want to know I own every Colts player. But no, no but that's what I'm saying. Well, it's him in his Falcons uniform at least. Yes. But guys on the Falcons bad. is incredible. I love but the here's the thing, Matt Ryan just became maybe the the the, the, least the, the most impactful, least clutch <laughs> quarterback. It's so sad too because well, he does like lead. He like has one, he's like thirty three point in, lead, right? Well, he's also second in the league with fourth quarter like wins. Like it's cra- like well, like fourth quarter comeback wins. Th- this is what I have to say, Matthew Ryan. I wish I knew his middle name oh. so I could call him by his middle name right now. Matthew Ryan has blown the biggest regular season lead in NFL history, the biggest playoff lead in regular season history, the biggest Super Bowl lead in NFL history. It also just to like throw salt in the wound. The biggest international lead in NFL history when they were playing international. <sighs> he has blown all four of those. Can Matthew Ryan not play football in the second half? Um, for those few games, he cannot. And I think we're getting to the point now where Matty Ice may just want to retire. He's on his way out. Um, I, I just want to remember the good days of Matty Ice when he was probably the best Falcons QB. To play it. Ever. ever. Probably yeah. still. I oh, mean, no. Mike Vick was there. Yeah, but Mike Vick didn't last as long. Mike Vick had, like, maybe the... maybe like They, they did about the same thing. Both yeah, zero but, Super Bowls. Yeah, but, hey, Matt, Matt Ryan had an MVP. Did, yo, Matty Ice did get Matty, the MVP. Matty Ice had the MVP the year he led up the biggest Super Bowl it, blowout. Did Vick get an MVP? I know he had a Madden cover with the Falcons. I don't know if he ever... Maybe? He might have got an MVP with him. I, I don't think he did, though. Like that's, I don't I'm, think he did either, but he might have. But um, I think Matt Ryan will still go down as the best Falcons QB to ever play just because of how long he's been there, how loyal he was. He didn't want to leave, you know. But I think the more the, – the, the team that we should be talking about is, is the Vikings. Prime time. Prime time. 
Kirk Cousins. Hey, let's put it like this. If no, this game no, was under more... the lights, if this game was under the lights, Kirk Cousins does not come back. Oh, no, not at all. <laughs> and 1 p.m. Kirk Cousins was in full effect. But let me tell yeah. you, 1 p.m. Kirk Cousins is incredible. 1 p.m. Kirk Thuggins. <laughs> Someone got him an extra chain after that game because that it was an incredible performance by the Vikings to come back from a 33-point deficit. No, I remember sitting... With my dad, we were watching football, and we just were looking at the bottom scroller, and we're like, "Oh, dang! It's thirty-three to nothing." The yeah, so I was like, I was, I was, I was tailgating the Browns game, <laughs> and we're like, "Oh my gosh, we're the not even going to try to put that on." Like it's thirty-three nothing. No, and that's and then I I looked at the scroller after the second half, and it was like thirty-three to seven. And it was, and I looked again, and it was like 33 was like 36. to twenty-six, and you're like, "What's happening?" <laughs> it's like, "Wait, they're, they're going to lose?" It was like thirty-six to twenty-eight, and I'm just like, "We were actually from in the stands with some people sitting next to us at the Browns game, the overtime, because overtime was still going on when the Browns yeah. game kicked off. Yeah, they didn't have the Browns game on. We were real happy. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm just I'm just looking at the Vikings stat line here for a second. I mean, they had almost three receivers go over 100 yards, and one of them was a running back. <laughs> Dalvin Cook Dalvin. had okay, 95 well, yards. It's like Justin Jefferson had 123 yards. And then K.J. Osborne, KJ Osborne out of nowhere, had 157 so you yards. you get a couple tutties in there? He had one. He had one. Big fantasy performance by K.J. Osborne. Maybe on your waivers in your league. I don't think there probably no one started K.J. Osborne, <laughs> to be completely honest. Maybe he was on a bench but somewhere. But. Incredible performance by the Vikings. Matthew Ryan is the least least clutch, clutch. Oh my, that's a kind of a tongue twister. Least clutch player. I mean, there's in the a, history of the NFL. I, but well, is it, uh, is Nathan, it Nathan Peterman exists? Is it Matt? That's, that's not clutch. That's sucks. Is it? Is it Matt Ryan? I mean, Matt Ryan. You got to look at what he's in, right? Jonathan Taylor goes down, like first drive, right? Basically, and then they score thirty three points. Yeah, no, <laughs> yeah, yeah. I can't really defend. No, it. but my point is, is it's just like that Steelers Browns playoff game where I was like, oh, we got back. It was a one possession game, George. But it's just like once you're up that much at half, you just don't play the same defense coming out. Um, let's put it like this: their team show. Is it Matt Ryan's fault? Yes, it's other people's fault too. But is it Matt Ryan's fault? Yes. Now, you missed this stat. Jeff Saturday cannot coach on Saturdays. Matt Matt Ryan, because while it's repetitive for the podcast, I need to inform Niter. Matt Ryan has now blown the biggest, biggest regular season, season and postseason, postseason and Super Bowl, yeah. and international game. <laughs> oh, oh, I didn't know the international. Salt one. on the wound. I still oh. think Matt Ryan should be in the Hall of Fame. But. I, I think that game He's good. might have legitimately hurt him for his Hall of Fame. Oh, I, I blame the Colts more. I, I, That's what I'm saying. I blame the, the team Matt Ryan. Hey, him. who's going to the Hall of Fame first, Matt Ryan or Eli Manning? Eli, Eli Manning. Manning, yeah. He won two Super Bowls. I mean, I'm not saying, like, Matt Ryan's going to be a first ballot Hall of Famer or anything. I feel like his name is big enough to warrant it, though. But, you know, I think, I mean, we've we've talked about the Colts' detriments. We've talked about yeah. the, the Vikings miraculously Mirac- coming back. back. Let's 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 bring it to this conversation, though. How do, we view, how, do we, how do we view the Vikings? Do we view them as a legitimate contender in the playoffs, or do we view them as a fraudulent team? Fraud. No. Fraud. I will bet I'll put any amount of money on this table right here and say that the Vikings will not forget win the Super Bowl. They won't sniff the Super Bowl. You're, oh, saying, they that's, want, you're saying they won't win a playoff game at all? I don't think they'll win a playoff game. They might win one. I would think one I max. think this game shows that they're never out of any game. It's the Colts. It's Matt Ryan. That's But that's my point. It's It might be the Colts and Matt Ryan, but like... We've been saying that about the Lions I think too. If you put Just any Phil team can, quarterback in the game. Every team, every team, every oh team in this league is very good. It is not easy to win against any team in this league. I agree. No, the NFL has the best parody of any sports league in the world. And that, and my point is in that in that realm, 
the fact that you're able to put 39 up in a half, well, plus overtime, but the, you, it, you, it, that, that shows a winner's spirit in my eyes, a certain never-give-up mentality. It doesn't matter if this is going to be the biggest comeback in NFL history. We will do it. No, I think I definitely agree that this sets a tone for the locker room, right? We don't give up. We play hard. We can win. Like, it, show, it literally proves that you can do it, right? I think mm-hmm. in terms of a morale booster, especially since they were kind of – they weren't spiraling, but they were, you know, a lot – I mean, you had the four, you had the 37-point Cowboy loss. You had them to being close games. The, to win this game was big for them. I don't think that they're the best team in the NFC – by any stretch, but I think they have a chance. I'm not going to say they don't have a chance with that team. They don't have a chance. But, All right, let's move on. George, this is a game you want to talk about specifically, the Raiders-Pats game. Heartbreaking to my outside sports activities, we will say. <laughs> <laughs> I was just surprised the Raiders did it. Our real, maybe our real-life scoreboard. I, say, when I looked at the score, I, I didn't watch this game, but when I looked at it afterwards, like I was expecting the Pats to win this game by like 14. Um, I, um, let's put it like this. That play to end that game coming from a person that played football for over a decade my coach if someone on our team yeah oh we all watched someone on our team (laughs) did that play on our high school team they wouldn't see the field again that season um that play was the single most idiotic play i can remember in the history of the National Football League. I should I did, the next most idiotic play was when Pat McAfee took a snap that under center say, on a the... fake punt where everyone else cleared out and the guy just walked around the snapper and tackled him. That that, that was the last time I seen a play this idiotic. Jacoby what? Myers, they were running the clock out. They ran the ball with like 4 seconds left and they were like, "All right, let's take this game to overtime. We're running I the ball." I think that's what they said. Nope. If they did there's no way that was a called lateral. And then even if it is a called lateral, who's the last person on the field that you want touching a ball in a lateral to try to score? Mac Jones. All right, no. So but- you're gonna cr- throw a twenty yard, tr- a ball twenty yards behind from where you're standing across the field without looking to Mac so Jones. Let's, if you're gonna yell at Jacoby Myers, it's um, Ramondre Stevenson shouldn't have flipped it in the first place. That, like they flipped it to like four people. No, it was two. No, flips. it was two. Ramondre to Jacoby, Jacoby to. Chandler Jones, who ended up in the end zone on the other I mean, side. I will definitely say there has been a lot more laterals this that's, year than the games that I I've have, ever seen. And, and the thing is, but too, not when you're tied, dude. That's, no, that was so idiotic. That happened. No, they shouldn't have done that. I see I it all the time. I, like maybe not. I I agree. Maybe you don't want to risk it when you're tied, but like. Bill Belichick feels like the kind of guy to say I want to win games. And you got to remember, Bill Belichick is the kind of guy who's lost games to lateral plays many a time. I'm sure I don't need to remind you of the one of Gronk just like absolutely <laughs> oh, dodging. Gronk have no pursuit yeah, yeah, like um but that play was idiotic. There's no other word to describe that play except idiotic. Yeah, I don't think And Belichick then when Chandler Jones that. catches the ball, he was like how that even happened? And then Mac Jones looked like no. he was trying to take no, a charge. No, that's, that's what I'm going to say. Yeah. If you're mad at anybody on that play, it is not Jacoby Myers. No, it's Jacoby it Myers. It is Mac I Jones. I'm mad at Jacoby no, Myers. I'm mad at Mac I, Jones first. Mac Jones is soft. No. Doesn't belong just, on a football field. He looked like he was trying to take a roughing the passer from Jalen yeah. Jones. No, but that's my point, ball. George. Rolled at the, the point, you're doing a lateral play. I'm assuming it was called because Jacoby was not called. Ramondre. 
I'm pretty sure it's on the record that that play was not called. That I mean, they're never, well, then they're never going to say it was called. Well, so. if they're not going to say it was called, but my thing is, too, if it wasn't called and then Ramondre Stevenson, your veteran superior. He's not a veteran. He's a second-year guy. The, the Jacoby's a rookie. No, he's not. I think they're both second years. I think, yeah, I think they're both. I thought Jacoby years. was a rookie. No, I think no. they're both second years. No. Jacoby's well, the receiver one on that team. Yeah, I mean, sadly, I thought that was, No, I thought I thought it was one. just like he's that good his rookie year. No, and they don't I mean, have anybody. I I, th- I mean, I think blame goes literally everywhere because you have. It was done for Ramondre to pitch it, but Ramondre did a little pitch to a guy two yards away. Yeah, it's like a thing in the in for quarterbacks, I guess I should say. You don't throw a ball across your body far away. Really across your body ever. He threw that ball across his body 20 yards backwards. He didn't look. He just went. Well, I think he figured Mac Jones was there. It was a stupid play. I'm not sitting here. Idiotic. It was, it was That's really the play dumb. I want us to use to describe it. Idiotic. It was an idiotic play. I will say, though, like, I think Jacoby Myers deserves the most. I don't think really Ramondre Stevenson deserved really any blame. Maybe it was dumb to flip it. But Ramondre like, didn't do a flip that could risk the Raiders scoring. Jacoby yeah, did. Yeah. Jacoby should be the one at fault. I will say, though, Mac Jones... Any other QB is going to make that tackle. Like I would not go that far. Dude, but I think a, any other QB might give a better effort at making it. Okay, we'll say better effort because I mean, like he Tom did not. Brady, give, he Tom Brady's frail, but gonna make that. I, th- I, I think he Tom Brady. Over not, right by, like, but I think action. Tom Brady gives more effort to make that tackle than Mac Jones. I think any other QB in the league makes more effort to make that tackle. I mean, we've seen QBs break their hands and arms trying to make tackles. Then Mac Jones just went down. Mac and Jones like he looks like he got tucked into bed. No, <laughs> that's my th- no. So Mac Jones didn't even attempt to make that tackle, knowing full well if he didn't make that tackle, the game is over. That is a loser's mentality. Yeah, no. Like, <laughs> like Mac Jones, like any other- he curled up and balled. When the big man came over like, him. I, like, I understand protecting himself as a quarterback. I also curl up in a ball when Chandler Jones is running at me. But I'd at least try to knock him over. But here's trip the him. difference, though. Here's the difference. It's like, I understand Mac Jones is the QB of that franchise. And I understand, well, like, that you're probably... I don't agree. Well, I'm saying, well, currently he's the QB of that franchise. Sure, yeah. Currently he's that... Okay, that's who okay. he is. Like, but at the point where... I understand, like, maybe during a game, right? During, like, the middle of a game, you take a sack versus, like, you know... Like, try and do something crazy and getting yourself hurt. Or, like, if you throw an interception, go down and let someone else tackle him instead of you tackling him so you don't, like, break your hand or your shoulder or whatever. But like Niner was saying, that is literally the play of the game right there. Could mm. be your playoffs. Like, 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 like wild card wins. Yeah, like, you if, need every win. Like, if you don't make that tackle, you lose the game, and you just fell backwards. <laughs> you went down. You went down like a normal person would go down. Like, dude, you're a professional you're football player. You're getting paid player. millions of dollars to you tackle that man You have to at right least there. try. Even yeah. if you fail, at least they could be like, well, at least Mac Jones, like, tried to tackle him, and, he, and Chandler Jones just a beast, stiffed arm. No, the and the thing is, too, if, even if he tried and didn't do it, like – we wouldn't be complaining. It's hard for a dude Mac Jones size no, yeah. to tackle him. Like, I look at the Ben play. I get he's running, like, halfway down the field, so it's probably a little more complex. But I don't think anyone expected Ben to actually make that tackle back no, in the yeah. playoffs, like, 12, 20, 15 years ago. But the point is, is, like, the game is going to lose if you you don't yeah. stop I mean, it, them. It's, like, it's similar to, like, a kicker making a tackle, right? Like, they're there at the they're there as the last resort. Like, they shouldn't have to make the tackle. But, like, if they need to make the tackle, they need to make the tackle. He needed to make the tackle and I, fell down. I honestly don't know if Mac Jones realized, like, he had the ball. It was, like, such a split-second thing. He was like, oh, no, shit. No, he... <coughs> I mean... That he had to have known. Like, because if the lateral is oh, coming shit, his the way... the ball's coming back towards me on what... 
possible earth plane would that happen? No, and, and that's the only thing I imagine. I imagine Mac Jones could have, like, handed the ball off, you know, started turning around, and, you know, he's... Mac Jones was walking to the sideline, ready, getting ready for he the turns, coin toss. Yeah, he turns around. He turns around, and he sees the Jacoby Myers <laughs> throwing him the ball back. Yeah, but I'm just... I mean, listen, in my opinion, though, you should still have more awareness at that point. Like, you're a professional quarterback on the field. Like, you should have more awareness at that point. But it's still Jacoby yeah. Myers' fault. But beyond that... Raiders win an incredible game. You know, great performance by Devontae Adams as always, keeping their playoff hopes alive. Let's move on to the favorite team's results, which so mad. I am not I am not pleased about this week's team results for me, but, but George and Niner are enjoying themselves currently. Um, so let's start with them. I guess I'll give it a start because I was present at the Browns game versus the Ravens. I wanted him to waste his money so bad. Thirteen to three win. In division win, I mean we'll we'll preface with John Brown, but we'll preface it. We didn't play Lamar. If Lamar plays. Obviously, that game looks very different. We still could have come out with the win. We we look good. I mean, the Ravens' offense looked very bad. So. Yeah, but our defense has been playing great lately. Anyways, that's not important. You lost to the Bengals a week ago. And our defense played really well in a large portion of that game. Our offense looked terrible. We did not get blown out. Didn't you lose twenty three to ten. I don't remember. It's like a two-score game. That's blown. That's not blown. Uh, out. I don't know if that's, that's blown out. I mean, twenty-three. And also 10, the game, if, even if they, game. I think they threw a touchdown on real late. It was I, we had the ball left in the fourth quarter with a chance to tie. I remember that much. Anyways, that's not important. What is important is that the Browns' playoff hopes are still alive. Oh my god! But I do want to. So I was at the game, right? I want to put this out there. Ravens fans, and now I'll admit, cold game. Suck. Miserable. We sat in the bathroom all during halftime because there was like a little space heater in the corner. There's like a hundred people huddled around it. It, it was miserably cold at this game. But the Ravens fans were absolutely non-existent. I go to a lot of Browns games. I go to Browns games at, at least four or five a year probably. This was the second lowest attendance I'd ever seen by an away team. Which shocked me from the Ravens. I know it's going to be a little cold, but you live in Baltimore. You're used to the cold. Yeah, it's also far away. The only team I saw travel yes. worse than this was the Houston Texans when we played them last year. Well, that's I, even I, farther away. No, but there, there's teams we've played far away. The, the Broncos. The Broncos, when we played them, traveled deep. They they had an awesome away fan base. The Ravens fans but were Peyton non-existent. There, so. We walked through... All, that was not when Peyton was there, by the way. They, no, they sucked they that year. Well, no, I mean, they, I mean, the Broncos are just a good NFL franchise in general. No, that's my point. Is there, but there. so I'm saying, away away fans travel, but the Ravens did not. We we walked through the entire tailgate, like all the tailgate lots. We we're just going around making friends, playing a game of die, moving on, whatever. Uh, I, don't, I don't blame them. We, we walked through every tailgate lot. There was one Ravens tailgate. Drop my top. brother's D three oh, college football away games have more away team tailgates than that. Like, so. Embarrassing performance by the Ravens fans. Embarrassing performance by the Ravens team. Just some quick stats. Deshaun Watson threw for 161 and a touchdown. He did okay. Um, cold, cold game. Uh, he said 161 and a touchdown? Yeah. He, call that okay? He, he threw like 20 passes. So, okay. he, he, didn't, he didn't release 50 balls like half these quarterbacks are. $50 million dollar right. Okay. But you know what happened? Chubb ran for 100 yards. You know what happens when Chubb runs for 100 yards? You win the football game. <laughs> <laughs> he did say that. He did say that last week, <laughs> people. He did, he did say that. When Nick Chubb runs for 100 yards, you win the football game. Uh, Miles Garrett had another sack and a half. He's lining up another first-team All-Pro season. Um, good team performance. The playoff hopes are dim but alive. 
Don't you need one of three teams to lose out? No, there's a situation without anyone losing out, but there's a lot of they need to win. They need to lose like twice. Chargers, (laughs) Chargers, Patriots, or Ravens losing out, or not and or and and the Browns have to win out. Let's not forget that part. Our our schedule's really easy to end the year. We have these guys last week. I'm telling no we. That matchup is looking more and more like a storybook fantasy ma- or like playoff implication matchup um, every day. Oh so, my God, I hope Washington. But and then we have so Washington, much. which after last week, I think it's too. a winnable game. And then we have the Saints. So that is a very you could go undefeated schedule. Oh yeah, yeah I mean the Commanders are tougher than I think you're giving them credit for. Um, the defense let up 13 points even. In a it's also we, so. we got to go down to DC. That's yep. So we'll I mean, see. That's, I mean, that's going to be a good game. I mean, that's, I mean, that's a neutral site. That that's going to be a fun point, podcast. Right. The week after that, we're game, getting pretty far into the future, though. Yep. I think we could start talking it's a little a bit more brownies. about James's commanders. No, I think, I think I should be last. I need yeah, to brood. James. Go. All right, I need to brood. Oh, uh, okay. Well, then we could go. We could keep it in we the AFC sum North. Sum this one up quick, because this was probably the least viewed football game of the season. Let me tell oh, you. I, oh, I watched that whole game. I watched that whole game too. That was a great it was football game. It, it was on cable it was, television. It was, it was, it was <laughs> the first time on grain. Thank God the Ravens and the Browns played on Saturday. I love it when that happens. <laughs> but overall, I think we improved on things we needed to improve on. Mitch Trubisky, 17 for 22, 179, no interceptions, and a rushing touchdown. You know, if Deshaun Watson's okay, that's pretty That's pretty okay as well, too. I mean, yeah. that was enough to win the football game, that wasn't was, it? Yeah. I will call that an okay performance. And I think just I, we, we really distributed in the running back room. Najee almost gets 100 in a tutty. Jalen Warren gets almost 40 in a tutty. Um, like even Low averages. We had, writer. yeah, no, we had, we had jet sweeps working though, and I think that's just indicative. If I, a Mac Canada jet sweep works on you, you're I not going to win the I, game. I think I, I was just say that it's very indicative of the or the Carolina Panthers yeah. being a subpar football. Yeah, team. if the jet, if the Mac Canada <laughs> I mean, jet no, sweep I'll works, give, I'll give the Carolina Panthers defense credit. I mean, oh, the last few weeks they have played. JC really Horn, well. JC Horn's playing out of JC Horn and Brian Burns, that. dude. Brian Burns looks insane. No, and I'm going to be honest. Sam Darnold was lighting us up a lot more at that beginning than I wanted him to, especially on some outside matchups. Like I said last week, our corner... According to our podcast standards, Sam Darnold had an okay game. Yeah. (laughs) And and the big thing, too, I said it last week, our cornerbacks are really bad, and one dude just kept getting burnt. Um, Yeah, DJ Moore caught five for 73 in a tutty, averaging 15 in ball. Like... You, I, the dude usually doesn't catch a ball. Deontay Johnson was incredible. <laughs> oh, well, that's no, like you said though, when Mitch is on the field, he picks two people and they get the ball. This week it was Najee and Deontay. My, Last week yeah. it was Muth and Deontay. Well, the thing is, Deontay is your best offensive player on the field. Even like, he, uh, I, think he's, I, I think he's better than. I, I think he's he's a more impactful receiver than Najee as a I running would, back. I would make the, the argument that Muth is. Your I was going to say, I think I I would argue I, I Pat Fryer, but I think Deontay's well. more talented than Fryer. Dude, think I think I think the reason Deontay looks I think the reason Deontay looks better is because much like you could see from this last week where Fryermuth did not get a single target. Ridiculous, by the way. Like we just Matt Canada doesn't know how to incorporate more than two people into an offensive scheme. I mean, yeah, but I also <laughs> think the difference is that Trubisky has shown he's more willing to throw to Deontay Johnson, whereas Pickett isn't willing to throw to Deontay Johnson. Because Deontay Johnson's usually covered by the best corner, and Pickett's scared of that. And Pickett needs to get over but that. that but I'm, I'm, but that, I think that's Pickett's sort of what, better than Mitch. But that's the thing. Pickett, I think Pickett <laughs> looks better. I think Mitch had, like, Mitch, I will give Mitch credit. Last game, 
was the best overall vibe of a game I've had. Mitch, Mitch had a good, we might have breaking news. Mitch had a good game. That it looks on. like the Pro Bowl just got released. Oh, wait, really? Oh. Okay. That, we could put that in the breaking news. We'll put a pin. Put a pin. I'll finish it. I'll wrap this up. I'll wrap this I'll wrap this up real quick. See if we got anyone in it. Again, like George said, we keep our playoff hopes alive. Um, especially, uh, we don't have as easy as a schedule. Um, I think we go Raiders, Ravens, Browns, which Lamar's probably going to be back. But like I said last week, I'd rather play Lamar than a backup. The George, the George, George is a similar thing. I think for the Browns and normal NFL teams, it does ring true that you usually don't want to play Lamar Jackson. Yeah. But look at Lamar's record against the Steelers. Look at yeah. his average performance. He just doesn't play. The Steelers have him dialed in. There's something about AFC North defense that we can do, and we already had our loss of the year. I th- again, I think the Steelers are a team that's really hard to beat twice in a single season. No, it's definitely a hard game. It's, a, it's, it's, a, it's, one it's of going to be it's AFC North football. It's, it's, a tough, it's a tough rivalry. No, and that's the thing. Tough rivalry. I think if Pickett is back by then, we should be fine. But, again, we're not chalking too much into the future here. Staying on this game. I like how we're starting to run the ball, and our offensive line looks pretty consistent. The big thing for me is, though, you got to—we have to be able to distribute the ball passing. You, Seventeen completions shouldn't just be going to like Sims and Deontay. Muth needs to get the ball. If Zach Gentry's getting more targets than Pat Fryermuth, something is wrong. Some, Sims is incredible. Something thing. is wrong. Go ahead <laughs> on Stephen Sims. No, and I no, I think Sims has. Sims reminds me a lot of the way Antonio Brown felt when he first came onto our team. Just not as good. Nowhere near as good. I'm not comparing him at all. But I'm saying just like the role he's playing. No, sure, sure, sure. Um, and so I like I I I'm a pro Sims. Like I like Gunner too. I like Oshevsky. He had a couple catches, I think. No, he is all game. But overall, the Steelers just uh, Steelers need Deontay to be that guy. And I don't like he has good performances like this. Still hasn't caught a touchdown. I don't think he is the guy. And that, that's where I think I can end my Steeler analysis. All right. All right. Time to go into this game. Now, I'm going to start this off with a quick little – Washington is still in control of their destiny for the playoffs. If they win all three of the next three games, which I don't think they will, but if they do, they're in the playoffs. If they win two of their next three games, they're most likely in the playoffs. I give them like a 75% chance to make it at that point. 75 to 80% chance. So we're going to start there. The season's not over. But goddamn, they had to win this game, and they did not play well. So, the special teams played great. Their special teams played really well. I was proud of their special teams. Tressway had a great game. I think every punt but one, which was a bad uh, coverage by the, by the punt return team, but every punt he had was, like, within the 20. So, he did a really good job. He even had, like, one or two of them within the 5 or within the 10. So I can't be mad at their special teams. Their special teams played really well. They had, I believe, one missed field goal, which was a little angering, but I come to expect that from Joey Sly at this point. I'm all for drafting a kicker next year or this offseason. But don't do it. <laughs> <laughs> no, I want the dude from Auburn, the um, the brother of the Raiders kicker, who actually looks to be really good. But um, that's what I want. But um, just quickly on their defense, their defense did not look pretty. But they only let off let up thirteen offensive points, and no offense in an NFL game. If you're letting up thirteen offensive points, you should win the game. I can't be mad at the defense. It didn't look great. They let up a ninety-seven yard drive, and then that drive at the very end of the game that that gave up a field goal. Those two were bad. Aside from that, they played a pretty solid game. Again, nothing pretty. It, it was didn't look it didn't look great. 
but they didn't have any. I don't believe they had any sacks. They had a few tackles for loss. John Allen and Darren Payne didn't have a great game, but they did enough to stop the other team from scoring thir- from scoring more than thirteen. Which, if again, if you let a team score thirteen offensive points, you should win the game. The reason Washington lost this game was because of their offense. They gave up two turnovers, two fumbles by Taylor Heineke, one that was just grabbed in the end zone for a touchdown by the Giants. They that was a great play. It was a terrible. I, I, I it was a, call it Taylor's fault. It, that was an incredible. Play it was a terrible. It was a terrible play by their O line. Their O line just let the free okay. rusher go free. So, I mean, we watched that play. I actually saw a breakdown of that play. It was sick. Actually, how it worked. But either way, the tur- they lost a turnover battle. That was that so was on. Lose, so you lose a game. That's yeah. how you lose a the game. Their red zone offense was abhorrent again for the third for the third time in four weeks, or or honestly the fourth time in four weeks. However, however long you want to go back, their red zone offense has been terrible. They just can't score there. It, it's it's truly awful. I mean. By the standards of this podcast, Heineke had a good game, but he really didn't even have that good of a game. I mean, he had two fumbles. He had an okay game. <laughs> I mean, he had more yards than both of the QBs that you guys had, but it didn't matter because again, uh, again, he had two fumbles. Didn't matter. Jahan Dotson, Nick Chubb, you guys might have. No, because no, we wouldn't have because Scott Turner's dumb dude. Brian Robinson had was averaging seven yards a carry on twelve carries. He had eighty nine yards. Did he have a long one though? I mean, he had 19. Oh, that's not, that's not a long one, really. Yeah, that was no. a good game run by Robinson. Yeah, right? I mean, yeah, he had 19 yard run. That was his longest run. The dude ran really well. Seven yards average. But this is my, but this is my issue, right? This is my issue with wa- the Washington offense as a whole. Because I'm not going to blame the receivers or the running backs. Jahan Dotson and Terry McLaurin. Jahan Dotson had Dotson, an incredible game. Man had a good game. He looks like a first round draft pick. Terry McLaurin had a good game. The like I said, Robinson had a had a great game. Looks looks the part. The issue with this team is that they don't actually have an identity. They are built to be a a power run team that works off of play action, but somehow their offensive coordinator decides never to call play action or fucking go through the run. All he wants to do is is go into empty, throw to their receivers, which we can't do because our O-line is too bad where they can't block five on four, and it's fucking ridiculous. (laughs) But of course, we keep doing it every single game. This team doesn't have an identity, or at least they don't have one that's a true identity. They believe that they're a passing offense when they're really not. Rivera thinks they're a running offense, but apparently they don't call plays like that. When you have a running back, go for go for 89 yards, averaging 7 yards a carry, over 7 yards a carry. What are you doing, Scott? What are you doing? The like the O-line played bad, don't get me wrong. They played a terrible game, but why are you putting them in a position where you know they're going to play bad? This isn't a new thing. They've been bad at pass protection for all year. Keep an extra tight end, end in there. Keep a running back back to block. Don't force Taylor to become this elite QB that we all know he's not. It's, it's, it's a complete offensive failure from the organizational level of drafting and signing players down to the QB, down to the O-line, and then the play caller as well. That's why they lost the game. I'm honestly, at this point, they're going to get crushed by the 49ers probably. If they somehow keep that oh game God. close, I'll be, I'll be impressed. Brock Purdy. Brock Purdy. But that's my take on them. They need to figure out their offensive identity. Scott Terry needs to figure out what team he has around him and call plays accordingly. And I don't know if they win with Taylor Heineke or not, but let me tell you, if Taylor Heineke has a bad half, he's probably getting subbed out. Really? Rivera's been Rivera said they're gonna play him, but he has basically he has basically hinted at the fact that if this dude does not have a good game, he is going out. And I think it could be halftime. It could be if Taylor Heineke has a terrible quarter, he could be out after the first quarter. I honestly believe that if Heineke because at the beginning of the second uh, half of this game, 
Heineke had a really nice drive. God, I believe it was a touchdown or it was a field goal. It was either a touchdown or a field goal. But he had a really nice drive, moved the offense. If Heineke came out and stalled, I believe they would have put Wentz in there. And I don't even know if that's the right decision. I personally don't think it is the right decision, but that's just where we're at with the offense. They need to score more points, and they can't score more points. Their defense is playing super well, and their offense can't hold up to anything. So, yeah, terrible performance, disappointing performance. That was a very important game. But they still have a chance to do well later. Yeah, they're, they're sitting in the playoffs right they're, now. They're in James, the seventh seed. James, you're in a much better position than we are, and we seem to be more optimistic about faith. our playoff chances. You just got to have a little faith in your organization, James. <sighs> you, you're asking me to have faith in the Washington organization. Uh, I believe in the Cleveland Browns. <laughs> <laughs> Anyways, let's move on here because we're taking way too long, and we got to talk about our neighborhood team real wait, quick. Wait, we can't be as loud as we can, but we can give it a but little. We'll give it a little. Uh, yeah, Duval. Duval. I mean, I yelled in the last time. We might need to tone that down. Yeah, no. We're, we're, that's what I was gonna say. I just don't want to be too loud. We don't want to wake. Uh, we don't want to wake the neighborhood up. I got the stats right here. Duval in a 40-34 overtime thriller against Dallas wins. Trevor Lawrence threw for 318 and four touchdowns. By this podcast standards, that's a great, <laughs> a great game. <laughs> Hall of Fame level game. Zay Jones, six catches for 109 and three, three tutties. Three. three tutties. You better have picked Zay Jones up when I told you to. Zay Jones won me a playoff game this last uh, week You in better fantasy. have picked him up. You better have picked him up. Um, so, Duval. Uh, sadly, I didn't get to watch the game live. They won in overtime on a pick six. They beat a very good Cowboys team, mm, uh, and they are coming for the Tennessee Titans. They're, a, game, tell you, they're, a, game, they're a singular game back. They're, and they're one game Tennessee back. is imploding, and Duval is catching fire. Tennessee, I think, has Jaguars one start, one of their starting linemen playing this week, maybe. Like their team is riddled with injuries. They're, they're. I don't, they I don't hit, want to hear this injury excuse. They hit no. They hit the IR cap. They actually can't bring anyone <laughs> off IR anymore. Well, that's the, not you can't put anyone on if you hit the cap. Bring, yeah, bring. Well, no, you can't. No, you can only bring like eight people off IR after you put them on. You can bring put as many people as you want on. You can only bring eight. You can only bring eight off. I didn't know that was a thing. <laughs> yeah, they have too many. They, because because most people don't have to deal with that um, issue. <laughs> I don't want to hear the injury excuse. If you think you have a good coach in Mike Vrabel, you think you have a talented young court. You don't. You're not. You're going to miss the playoffs. Um, that's what I have to say about this. We have some breaking news. All right. We'll All get right. into our current news section of yep. the podcast. We're we going to start. We have the Pro Bowl, right? We're going to start. Yeah, the Pro Bowl got released right. while we were recording this podcast All about right. 10 minutes so ago. So, George is going to be giving us the names here of okay. our thing. And we're going to, me and James will just be reacting to I think we'll go through offense and defense for both sides. Right. And then I think we'll see if we got any Pro Bowl snubs. All right. Specifically, maybe from our teams. Yeah, okay. I was going to say, probably from our teams. But yeah. um, we're going to start the AFC offense. Okay. Starter, Patrick Mahomes at quarterback. Okay. Backups, Josh Allen, Joe Burrow. No I surprises think that's, there. I think that's no pretty, surprises there. That makes sense. Is there know. anyone, is there any QB there that we might be like? Those three are the top three. Yeah, I was going to say, they're the top three. They Lamar, have, maybe? I mean, Lamar's yeah, been but, hurt, though. Yeah, been a little hurt. Yep. Those are your top yeah, three. Yeah, I think those, those are, are top three. That makes sense. I'm with that. Um, Running backs, starter Nick Chubb, Nicholas Jamal Chubb. Okay, all right. Uh, backups, Josh Jacobs and Derrick Henry. I'm very surprised okay. Derrick is at three there. I, I don't know if the backups are in any particular I, order. I think, I think Josh Jacobs deserves to be first. Uh, he is leading the league in rushing. I think he does, um, I'm not saying Nick Chubb's bad, but I think this year he deserves to be the first guy. 
I know it doesn't count like that, but like I think he deserves to be first. There's an argument there. As a, as a Nick Chubb enthusiast, yeah. I'll admit there's an argument there. He's leading the league in rushing. It's hard to deny. I think yeah, he's leading the league in rushing. No, Jamal Williams is leading rushing touchdowns. But yeah, I think but he's, that, that's kind of inflated yeah, stat. Yeah, but I think he. But again, I think he's been the best running back in the AFC this. Um, um I th- I think those so. are probably your three best AFC running backs, right? I think so. I'm trying yeah, to Yeah, Najee's had, Najee's not there. He's not he's Nixon, not had the Nixon's year. had an off year. I mean That's what I'm saying. Brees Hall might have made it or Brees, yeah, he's been injured way too long. But yeah. he's he had a big he he had a big He looked year. like he was yeah. making it. Um, um I, I don't That seems right, man. I mean Eckler, but Eckler hasn't really had a great year. Um, yeah, oh Eckler could be a snub there. The dude's yeah, he's, he's the number one player in that, fantasy. That, but he's had like a, a better snub. he's had a better receiving year though than he's had a rushing year. That's, but that's but still, still plays running. running. That I mean, does feel like you a know snub. What? Ramondre Stevenson might be a snub. Not over those. Three, Not over though. those three. I mean, he just had a 172 yard game. The thing is, though, is I guess are you gonna who are you taking off that list for? That's the big issue. Yeah, I think I think they got it right. I that's the thing. I think they got it right. I think if they put anybody else there, Eckler. Yeah, Eckler's Eckler's a close a close. He's close. Fullback Pat Ricard from Baltimore, only fullback. Yeah. That he's real good. Yeah, he, dude, he had a play where Jay, he where or he, DJ Watt. <laughs> DJ Watt. This past week, he had a pancake on Greedy Williams, where I was like, "Ouch!" The Steelers actually use DJ though. They? Yeah, they use him quite a bit. Yeah. They bring him in for like goal line stands. They bring. Isn't him... it Derek Watt? It, yeah, but it, it, it they they're all Jays. Yeah, they call uh, him. Yeah, I mean, he go, but, he does go by Derek, but I, I call, I call him DJ. I'm, I'm, okay. but, but I'm with the fullback. Yeah, yeah. Pat Ricard seems right. All right, receiver. Ooh, okay. Tyreek Hill, Stefan Diggs, starters, Devontae Adams, Jamar Chase backups. I have a gripe with the Jamar Chase. Jamar Chase has had... The other three have been animals, right? Yeah, they've been really good this year. I can't deny Um, it. I think Jalen Waddle's a snub there. I don't think he's had a better I, I think year Jalen Wa- I think Jalen Waddle's more receiving yards than Chase. I, I think they're. I think Chase is more explosive, though. But the issue is, is that, like, this Jalen, is the most Jalen Wall, I don't think the better year. Remember, this is also not just, like, anybody voting. This is the fans voting. Yeah. It's not all fan vote. It's fan not. vote counts towards part yeah. of it. Oh. Okay. Uh, but I think the thing with Jalen Waddle is, like, I think Chase has been hurt for some games, which a honestly nice ch- probably, A nice chunk of games. But, like, the fact that they have close to the same receiving yards in that. I don't think it's close, dude. I think Waddle's, like, has. We're going to have to look this up. All right, I'll, this I'll up. do Jamar. You do Waddle. Just receiving yards this year. Yeah, but is there anyone else we can think of that would be close to the Jalen Waddle? So you're looking at Chase, right? If if Deontay yeah. like caught touchdowns, he might have a chance. No, Deontay's not close. So that's my point. He doesn't. Um, catch so the Chase touchdown. is at eight eighty one. What's it Waddle at? Uh, Waddle is at oh he's way ahead a thousand one hundred seventeen. Yeah, actually, Waddle's having a great year, man. I'll say, actually, yeah, he gets a little right. overshadowed because Tyreek Hill's leading the league in receiving yards. <laughs> yeah, maybe they both should have been on there. Wow, I didn't. Really, I think I it's very hard to put. Two. No, Waddle's balling. Um, Waddle's the most glaring snub to me. I think, um, yeah. Um, Amari Cooper was probably I, not far out of it. He's been playing really good this year for the. I Browns. sense a snub inbound. No, but I feel like um, I feel like I already I'm, see the. Sn- I feel like Amari Cooper inbound. has had like been had really good games and really bad games. So I think it kind of evens out. Like he hasn't been. He consistent. has had a couple of bad. Yeah, the, he's not in that top four probably. But uh, the, um, I mean, the Chargers receivers have been hurt. No one on the Broncos is good. I mean. Yeah, I, I think those. Are, that's probably right, except for the Waddle thing, like you were saying. That's probably about um, right. Tight ends. This is what Steelers snub. No way Fryermuth makes this list. No, because there's only two. That's my oh, point. Oh, there's only two. Ooh. And it's Travis Kelsey starting and Mark Andrews backing up, and that I, feels I, let, right. No, I, let me tell you. I don't know, man. Let me tell you. Can we get some I'm, stats on I'm uh, going to take Andrews Pat Fryermuth any day over Mark Andrews. Can we get some stats on that? Let that's, me first tell you, Pat cool. Fryermuth is the number one ranked blocking tight end in the league. That's That's important. 
Um, that to Pro Bowl voters, not important. So. Not, not important, but right, like, look, look up the fire move stats because what's um, Mark Andrews? Have? Andrews this year is um, he has seven hundred two yards on sixty one receptions and five touchdowns. Let's see what's move that. Right, go well. to the bottom. If he's got oh. the bottom, it. So he's got in twenty twenty two. Just look twenty twenty two. Fifty-three for six thirty. So and two, two touchdowns. So Andrews has him by Andrew, hundred yards and three, and touchdowns. three touchdowns. Yeah, but let's also talk about who Andrews has throwing him the ball. Brett Hundley. Lamar. <laughs> <laughs> Tyler Hundley, but Lamar. Yeah, Brett Hundley was the uh, US, no, UCLA quarterback. You got to remember, we're yeah. talking about uh, the other thing too. We're talking about a, like Mark Andrews gets targets every week. Right? And that's why he's in the yeah. Pro Bowl. <laughs> no, but that's my point. I mean, let's be Fryermuth right. does things that aren't just targeting. Yeah, but that offense kind of runs through Mark Andrews. Like Mark Andrews is like their only receiver. Can we get some stats on Njoku real quick? Ninj- but Njoku's been hurt, hasn't he? Not really. I think he missed one game, maybe two. Fryermuth is snub. I feel like he missed like two or three, dude. If, if, George, if yeah. you could get Mark Andrews or Pat Fryermuth on your team right now Njoku. with a four-year contract. Uh, uh, Mark I mean, Andrews. Really? He is, I mean, he... He has yeah. like Fryermuth is cheaper. Well, Jericho has 551 yards and three touchdowns. Yeah, so he's, he's closer so to he's, Muth. He's yeah. close, but he missed games. I, it, it's right. I think Kelsey's right. Kelsey's right. Kelsey's right. Muth is like... I mean, Kelsey's an animal. Kelsey's, Muth is like Kelsey's the fourth-ranked tight end PFF in the league. He's the number one-ranked blocking tight end. Like, no, Andrews I, is probably PFF ranked ahead of him. No, well, that's, I, I, it's just because we're in this era of receivers playing tight end. If but, we're talking... Andrews is a I, good blocker, Mark too, Andrews is a receiver. Mark Andrews no, is a good blocker, he's a big too. Boy. No, but he they play him like a receiver. George they, they, Kittle, they play him like a receiver. I don't know. Mark Darren Andrews Ball, is on a run like first a team. Uh, George Kittle also is really good at blocking, too. George Kittle's the best blocking tight end. Yeah, they might. Yeah. He, yes. He George Hot Kittle's priority. the best blocking no, tight end. I mean, ranked. I mean, I mean, we're looking at yeah, yeah, performance Kittle, stats wise. Yeah, but Kittle's been out for most of this year. But like, we're just I talking mean, like in general talent. Like, I mean, Firemuth was also the number one blocking tight end his rookie year last year. I might need to see the stats on this. I don't think it's important. That's the stat. That's the stat I've been using. I don't know if he's the number one blocking this year. (laughs) He's number one blocking his rookie year. I'm telling you what, George Kittle's an animal. George Kittle Um, is insane. Anyway, let's move on. Offensive line. You guys don't know nothing about this. No, I might know some of them. Well, you guys might know these guys. Laramie Tunsil and Teron Armstead starting. Orlando Brown is a backup. Those are three solid dudes. Yeah. Well, Tunsil's on Um, those Texans now, right? Dolph. No, yeah, Texans. My bad. Teron Armstead's on the Dolphins. Yeah. Uh, those are three solid men. Um, yeah, I don't got much to say yeah. there. Surprise! Lando Brown might not be a starter there over yeah. Teron Armstead, but yeah, I'm, I mean, I'm surprised he's not a starter over Tunsil to be honest. Um, because Tunsil's just on a bad team. Guards: Joel Batonio, Quentin Nelson, Joe Thune. With Batonio Nelson starting, um, I'm surprised. I think Nelson got a little bit of a popularity vote there. Yeah, I was. He's been say, having a down year. He's had a bad, especially year. as a starter. Yeah. He's had a bad year. He hasn't um, been good by his standards. Out of Kansas City, Trey Smith has been having a great year at guard. Um, surprised we're not seeing him there. Uh, maybe even over his teammate Thune. Thune's missed a couple games. Yeah. Um, trying to think of any other big prominent guards. I don't know. Um, yeah, I don't know a lot of players. I, I mean, I like I said, I, I, I know Nelson I hasn't had a great year. I don't even and know the Steelers. Center, line. starting Creed Humphrey, backup Mitch Morse. Dude, Creed Humphrey's an animal. Who's who's he a center for? Uh, Kansas City Chiefs. Oh, He's yeah. out of Oklahoma. Okay. Second year yeah. guy out of Oklahoma. Creed Humphrey, dude, and he was a beast in college. And everyone like, I don't know why his draft stock plummeted. The Chiefs got him real late, and everyone's like, Creed Humphrey's an animal. And then he came to the NFL last year, and he was an animal. Now I mean, he's going to be first team all pro this year. Centers just generally just they fall in the draft because a lot of people don't really. But I mean, go he fell like sixth round. 
He fell a six. I mean, there was yeah. a guy that Washington drafted a few years ago, Rulier, when they drafted him, he should have been drafted higher, and he was drafted in the fifth round. So yeah. centers just fall. Unless you're like right. a first-round guy like the guy the Ravens drafted, you just fall. I know we're going back, but this is the blocking ratings this year. It goes Kelsey, Njoku, Fryermuth, and then um, I don't even see Mark Andrews. Um, we're still scrolling. We're still scrolling. There he is. <laughs> I don't know if I buy PFF cage. Oh my God. Profane words, my butt. I had to, right, scroll. I had to keep, do two full finger scrolls to find Mark Andrews. Uh, defense. Sure. Defensive end. Starters. Miles Garrett, Max Crosby, backup Trey Hendrickson. Wait. Uh, your your boys at outside. Line okay, I was going to say, that this, this isn't the position TJ plays um, technically. Miles right? and Max Crosby both been animals this year. Yeah, I was saying, they, they, um, they sound right. Chandler Jones started slow, but if he, if they, if they only took, looked at the last three weeks, Chandler Jones is the best defender in the league. Um, I'm trying to think of any big – Matt Judon out of New England. Yeah, actually, so, wait. Oh, yeah. no, no, they have him at outside oh, linebacker, outside. too. Okay, I was gonna say, yeah, that's Matt what I'm Judon's saying. I don't even sacks. I get, a lot, I get yeah. very confused with who's actually um, the end. Um, <laughs> what a – what about uh, how's Bradley Chubb been this year? Has he been? Ah, uh, he turned it up later on, but hasn't been great in the beginning. Okay. Um, I, mean, I don't I, have any gripes. I mean, here. that makes sense. Yeah, I mean, there's nothing I can. Th- if there's yeah. no one I can think of off the top of my head that got snubbed, then I think. That, yeah, that's pretty. Interior D line: Chris Jones, Quinnen Williams, starting Jeffrey Simmons, backup. Those are three animals on that list. Um, no, yeah. Chris Jones is having the best defensive tackle year I could remember in a long time. He's having a great year. Quinnen Williams but they is an play, animal but they, but in New York. To be fair, they play Chris Jones at end too. Like he switches. Like I mean, I know he's no, he kind of, he plays like a he switches between a like he plays a lot of three technique is what it's called. So you're not like lined up over the center, but you'll be like an outside shade guard. Sometimes you get matched up with the tackle. Yeah, but I've seen him. I mean, that's what I'm saying though. Your sack numbers are going to increase when you're starting to get lined up over the tackle. But I mean, he's like at the top of the league in sacks. No, he's really good. And no, he lines no. up inside. No, yeah, yeah, I'm, I'm I'm with it. I'm just saying. I think uh, I think a guy that. I mean, he doesn't have the numbers, but Christian Wilkins out of Miami has had a great. Oh, year. dude, that might be a snub. He he doesn't have good sack numbers. He only has like three sacks, but like. Oh, but he's been playing awesome. Oh, that's what I mean. Yeah, I know he has been playing. But insane. I mean, but who, getting... who do you put him in over Chris Jones, Quinnen Williams, and Jeffrey Simmons? Yeah, it's tough. I, I mean, think I think that's the thing with the Pro Bowl. Some of these guys, there's just more than three dudes at the position. Yeah, it's, it's tough. It's <laughs> Those hard. three dudes are animals. Um, yeah, I'm saying he might be the only one I can think of that's been really good. Outside backers. Matt Judon and Cleo Mack starting TJ Watt there. backing up. Yeah, I'm, cool I, I'm not surprised with him backing up Khalil either. Cleo Mack's had a good year. He's um, been like the only I'm going to say TJ Watt coming in on backup is going to be nasty. I got to say. <laughs> Imagine being t- having I'm TJ sure Watt they're on playing, the... They're playing flag Oh, football. that's yeah. right. It's yeah, not a real <laughs> football game. Um, I'm, I don't even want I'm surprised, I'm surprised to see TJ on the list. I do um, not. That's popularity. It's, that's, that's popularity. That's, he doesn't even have good numbers in the games no, he, he's been well, he's, playing. Well, that's, well, the thing is, he's getting again. You, you double cover TJ, and if you I, look at everybody else's performance since TJ has come back, Cam Hayward's getting two sacks a game. Highsmith's getting a sack. I, I've heard that argument from another Steelers fan. While maybe it does carry some validity. Everyone, I'm surprised that he's on this list other, of three. Ogan Joby, yeah, so, Ogan Joby's starting to even get I'm, tackles for losses and sacks now. I'm trying to think, like, I'm, I'm trying to think who I put over him though as like an outside linebacker or outside linebacker. No, the year. thing is, as a pure athlete, everyone knows T.J. Watt is one of the most dominant athletes. He's going to be in the Pro Bowl every year. It's just yeah. he's been hurt, and I, I I agree with the backup because of that. But anyway, let's but, keep going. Inside backers: Roquan Smith and C.J. Mosley. Roquan starting. Um. First of all, I think it's weird they only have two backers on that yeah, one. Yeah, that doesn't make sense. I wish they had three because I have a huge snub. 
and it's Logan Wilson out of Cincinnati. Yeah, actually, dude yeah. is playing out of his mind. That that de- that's and I hate defense, the Cincinnati Bengals. That's Cincinnati defense outside of like Trey Hendrickson does not get any love, and they are really good. <laughs> Logan Wilson out of Cincinnati's playing out of his mind, and I mean I don't know much about what C.J. Mosley's doing this year. I mean, the Jets have one of the best defenses in the league. He's having a good year. I mean, it's not. I don't think it's anything crazy, but it's good. Um, I think Logan Wilson's a snub there. I would, I would agree. I'd, mm-hmm. I'd say that's a snub. Um, cornerbacks starting: Sauce Gardner and Pat Sertain. That backup: I, I Marlon Humphrey and Xavier Howard. I agree with Pat Sertain and uh, Sauce Gardner. Sauce so. Gardner is the best corner in the league. I think Pat Sertain's better than them. right but now. PS two is playing great. Sauce yeah. is playing great. Um, the, 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 I'm I'm really interested to see how long they can keep this Denzel up. Ward if there's any consistency, I want to see some consistency to this performance from Sauce. Denzel Ward's last couple weeks has picked it up, but he had a slow start to the year. If, okay. some injuries. If Sauce could have like 75 percent of this year next year, once people figure out how to play him a little bit, yeah, I think he'll be an All Star. It'll be a Pro Bowl every year. Uh, he, he might, he might mm. be an All Pro player this year. That's I what think, I'm I saying. Think Pat Sertain's um, the best corner in the league. Um, Marlon yeah. Humphrey, Xavier Howard, both two. Good, good dudes. Yeah. yeah. Stephon Gilmore out of Indianapolis might it have been does a feel like a there. name. That's a big they, name. He's been having play, some, play, some plays this yeah, year but, for real. I mean, Terry made him look really bad on national television. I'm pretty sure Stephon Gilmore is like won two different games with like a game winning. I mean, probably no Stephon. I mean, Stephon Gilmore probably should be on there, but it's also you got to remember like they're not gonna. A lot of times you don't pick a guy from a team that's doing bad, and the Colts are kind of in a negative no, play no, right now. On, if you didn't just see Nader had a sigh of relief seeing Minka Fitzpatrick as the sole free safety. I was There's only one? on this list, There's yeah. Only one on and then strong safeties are Derwin James and Jordan Poyer. I was just some saying. huge snubs. And Justin Simmons. I would say Justin Simmons is definitely a huge one. Jesse Bates. Jesse Bates, yep. Um, Reed? Right, isn't Reed? I'm trying to Reed, yeah, Reed has been playing great for KC. Yeah, for KC. Um, there was another one I had a, in my head that was a big Minka snub. is just a um, dog. Wait, who were the strong safeties? Derwin James and Jordan Poyer. I think that one makes sense. I can see Minka that. Minka is just a dog, and mm-hmm. he's he's farming up a little I mean, KZ behind him. I don't know oh. why they only have one free safety, though, to be completely honest with you. Yeah, it's, it's weird, the, the numbers here. Um, um I, yeah, but I mean, I, like I said, I think there's some Justin free Simmons and Jesse Bates. Yeah. Um, just real quick, I don't care about the long snapper. Punter Tommy Townsend, kicker Justin Tucker. We all knew that. Hey, give the long, give snapper, the long snapper his name at least. Yeah. Morgan Cox. Did you guys know that man? No, but he deserves to well, be said. He's the, a Pro Bowler. Well, who does he play for? <laughs> guess, guess, guess. Um, Jackson. No, that's AFC still, right? It's AFC. Jackson. AFC. I'll go AFC. The Jets. It is the Titans. Oh. <laughs> nice. And who you said Tommy Townsend from the Chiefs? No. Yes. Return specialist, Devin Duvernay. I don't care. Uh, All right. Who was the kicker? Wait, it should have been the dude from Marcus Jones from New England. Yeah, is he wait, the yeah, only actually, one with the return this year? I mean, no. Uh, Cordero. Cordero Patterson. That's in the NFC. Yeah, that's yeah, what I'm saying. That's in the NFC. That should be Marcus Jones. Cordero's that should gonna be, be Marcus Jones. Wait. <laughs> um, special teamer. I'm mad at this. I saw this, and I immediately got infuriated. I don't know who Justin Hardy is, but Matthew Slater is like a 13-time special teamers Pro Bowler for the New England Patriots, and he's still kicking. And you should put Matthew Slater in your Pro Bowl as a special teamer just because. I don't care if he has to crawl down the field on a punt. (laughs) Matthew Slater belongs in the Pro Bowl, and I refuse to accept whoever Justin Hardy is. He can't even walk. He deserves (laughs) to be in the Pro Bowl. I don't know, George. Who's the kicker, George? Oh, it was Justin Tucker. Who were the punters? Who were the punters? Tommy Townsend. Tommy Townsend. There was only one. All right, mm, NFC. 
Because we are taking very long time. on this podcast. We are, but like, I think, I mean, I think this is important. We can go quickly through the other we will, stuff. We can put the MVP talk next week. We'll do MVP yeah. talk next yeah. week. We can. We'll hit on little thingy up right here real quick yeah. and then we'll get into next week's games and we'll yeah, talk yeah. about next games games real quick and then we'll do betting we can elaborate on yeah, betting we can do that next week too technically so yeah we've got time let's just All right. keep going through the NFC yeah. NFC Pro Bowl offense quarterbacks starter Jalen Hurts okay that's backups Geno Smith and Kirk Cousins let's oh. go baby I love that so much wow although I do think Jared Goff might be a snub. wow 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 I think Jared Goff might be a snub <laughs> Can we, first of all, acknowledge how much better the AFC quarterbacks are? Oh, insane. <laughs> I mean, let's be real here. But, like, listen, I'm, I'm just proud of Geno Smith for getting in. Same for Kirk Cousins, no, honestly. No Tom, Tom Brady. Brady. I was going to say, I didn't hear a certain... I mean, he's been bad. He's been... No, we've been saying that every week he's like, the been thing, bad. The thing is... Yeah, he doesn't been, deserve to be in the pro. No, I agree. He's not. But he's kind of like Matt Slater. <laughs> <laughs> I, no, I, I, I love put it. Brady in just because he's Tom Brady. I mean, no, I, I, I think Gino's earned it considering how much he's been slandered the entirety of his career. And I think Kirk Cousins, for all all the shit we give him and all and we call the Vikings frauds, has had a good year in spite of that. So I, I think they've earned it. I think Jared Goff might be a snub, um, if anyone, from that position. Could be a, that could be a snub I right think No Aaron Rodgers, no Tom Brady. Well, Aaron Rodgers had a bad year, too. Um, wow. I just got to say, wow. No Justin Fields. J- Justin Fields kind of got it going toward the middle and end of the year. Though. Yeah, yeah. And you're also, th- Justin Fields is also 3-11. Yeah, yeah, that's a good that, point. Yeah. These are all, all playoff, playoff <laughs> hopeful teams. Well, yeah, the Seattle might not make it, but they're close. Playoff, but. They're right there, yeah. They're, they're, they're the team that might push you out. They, I think the Lions have more of a chance than Seattle. The Lions are hot. I well, love the Lions. You guys know that. You know, um, I was trying to find a snub, but I'm looking at the NFC, and I think that's about right. Brock Purdy for the Pro Bowl. That's why I was. I was really. I was like. I was like. Oh, Brock Purdy. No, like, they've, they've been the most consistent. I mean, they've just been solid all year. You can't hate on them. Um, know? running backs starter Saquon Barkley, Dalvin Cook. Yeah, no Dalvin Cook. He's he's had an offense. Something I am thrilled to see. Tony Pollard. Over Zeke, Tony over Zeke, Pollard. over Zeke, and it. over that, a lot of other people. Wow, Tony Pollard, Tony Pollard is here, guys. Tony Pollard has earned. Jerry it. Jones, get your checkbook out. You have <laughs> two Pro Bowl running backs on your roster, <laughs> and then Miles Sanders. Okay, yeah, Miles Sanders no. earned it this it's year. Probably the best rushing team in the league. Yeah, yeah. I mean, trying to think who else might keep that list snub. up. Who, That's who, what I'm do looking at. Any here. snubs in here? I'm looking at Christian. No, Christian McCaffrey. but he was was he even in here? McCaffrey had a bad start of the year. Yeah, yeah. With the other team, I mean. K nine Kenneth Walker. Dalvin, really good. telling you, it's Dalvin. Dalvin's, Dalvin's the snub. The snub. <laughs> might be the snub. Dalvin's the snub. I, I love seeing Tony Pollard in there, man. No, he's, no, I'm he's telling you though, I think it. it. I performance I wise, it, Pollard has probably it. had a better season, but it oh, like Dalvin. in terms of like name value, I feel like I, Dalvin Cook should be. Is there this over the Tony first Pollard. ever backup running back in the Pro Bowl? I That's mean, what I'm saying. <laughs> I mean, he's basically the starter in this. I, I think Zeke's. Snapshot. Right, I got I know Terry nope, McLaurin's nope, nope. about to get snubbed, so I'm just gonna get this up now. Um, <laughs> wide receivers, starters: Justin Jefferson and AJ Brown. Backups: CD Lamb and Terry, Terry McLaurin. Oh, baby, let's go, <laughs> my boy, baby. Just, he had a cough right at the bottom of it. I didn't, want, I didn't want James to see it. Um, <laughs> my boy made it. He did it. He, Terry McLaurin is a pro bowler. I, he should be. I was about to make a case. He should be. <laughs> I can put the case Probably. away. <laughs> who, are the, who are the snubs, though? Cooper Wait, Cup so got what hurt. Were, sorry, what were the names again? I was kind of... Justin focused. Jefferson, D.K. Metcalf. Okay, D.K. Metcalf. Lamb, Terry McLaurin. I think Tyler Lockett's had a better year than D.K. Metcalf. Tyler Lockett might have. I mean, you can argue that Devonta Smith... Smitty. Might. Smitty's had a good year. CD's there. I'm 49ers, no Debo. 
Debo's been hurt. Or Debo got hurt. Just got hurt. Oh, he's fucking a, Hopkins doesn't make it. Uh, he, he, was he, doesn't he, was he doesn't deserve to. He doesn't deserve to. I agree, but a lot of big. That's names a big name Cooper not there. Yeah, yeah, that's what I'm there's saying. There's a lot of big names not in here. Debo, hurt. No Debo just got hurt though. Yeah, that's my point. But he's not so, there. Let me see. No, you said, you no, said Lockett. No, no Mike not, Evans. No Chris Godwin. I'm just looking to see if any of the guys you've named have more receiving yards than Terry, and they don't so far. Lockett and uh, Devonta Smith don't have more receiving yards than Terry. So um, I mean, yeah, that's about it. Yeah, I think Terry earned it. Terry has played is Michael Thomas incredible. Still, Michael Thomas hasn't played. Not really played. That's what I'm saying. Is he still in the Saints? I don't even. Yeah. Yeah, I haven't I, heard his I, name I in a very it, long time. I think time. that's about right, though. I think you know they yeah. got so it right. The I mean, Washington Commanders have a Pro Bowl wide receiver. You know, let me. So I, proud, so proud I'm looking boy. at one name, and I'm thinking here. I think we might have one more. And you get he's young. Amon Ross St. Brown. Oh, oh. that's a big one. Snub. <laughs> I I I looked at the lines, oh. and I'm like, Amon Ross there. Yeah, like you're right. Amon Ross snubbed. But he has less yards than Terry, too. No, I'm not surprised. I was going to say, he probably doesn't have the stats. He's been hurt a few games. He's he's on the Lions. Don't get me wrong. You're not going to have the best stats in the league on the Lions, I feel. Um, Tight ends. Starting George Kittle, backup TJ Hawkinson. Um, okay. Those don't feel the strongest, but let's look at these. Li- this I mean, team so list the, here. I mean, Falcons. Stay out of the NFC South. No one deserves a Pro Bowl there. <laughs> uh, I mean, there's. I mean, Cole Komet's been good uh, for the Bears, but not Kyle the Pitts too. is hurt. That's why he's not there. Mm-hmm. Uh, Kittle. Seattle's oh, Ertz is. Ertz, Ertz, was no, hurt. Ertz. Ertz got hurt. Ertz got hurt. Ertz got hurt after the year. I mean, Higby hasn't been great. No. Um, Schultz was Schultz, hurt, but Schultz? he's turned up. Goddard got hurt, Goddard got but Goddard was turned on. Yeah, I mean, it just kind of, I think it's just yeah. more like yeah, they were yeah, healthy yeah. and they were good. I think that's that makes All sense. All right, next position. Um, Offensive tackle, Trent Williams, Lane Johnson starting, Tristan Wirfs backing up. Okay. I have a problem with Tristan Wirfs. Has he been hurt? No, he's been shitty. Okay, <laughs> fair enough, fair enough. Um, Tom Brady's been getting murdered. I've seen just, I feel like I, this, this is, is anecdotal. I, I don't know, I don't have stats on this. I've seen some plays where Tristan Wirfs got burnt. Especially by Micah Parsons in that game. I feel like there should be an Eagles tackle. As well, Blaine Johnson's an or Eagles Lane tackle. Johnson, but sorry, my argument that. is the other Eagles yeah, tackle. Dillard, right? No, Jordan Mailata. Or Mailata. Okay, yeah, sorry, I get their alignment confused. I yeah. think Jordan Mailata is a Pro Bowl snub there. I would agree. Um, he's playing left tackle for the best run team yeah. and the best team really in the league right now. I would now. agree. I, I mean, I think the Eagles O-line honestly could all be on um, this list. Not that he's a snub, but a name I think we're going to see in here one day is Tyler Smith. Our oh The Cowboys' God. rookie left tackle has put together a great season. He's I, played great. I haven't paid attention to him. Oh, Andrew Thomas from New York. Oh, sh- That's a snub hasn't, right there. Has Thomas been hurt, though? No. Dude's been playing great. Yeah, I would say Evan Neal's been hurt. Andrew Thomas. No, their guards have been better, though, I think. But I, I don't know. They've, they've had a decent year though. Um, Niter is showing me a victory royale. Just letting you know it's back. <laughs> oh my god! Oh, I got a victory royale literally yesterday. You want to see? <laughs> Jesus, Jesus, all right, keep going. Keep on top that. Keep on contact. The dog. Oh my god! Wait, we're all back. Is Fortnite back? Uh, <laughs> not um, again. Offensive guards. Esports. Offensive guards <laughs> starting. Zach Martin and Dick- Landon Dickerson. Uh, backup Chris Lindstrom from the Atlanta Falcons. Oh, Lindstrom's good. Lindstrom is very um, good. I'm surprised to see Landon there. He's playing best run team in the league. I hate it so much. Um, I don't think he's played phenomenal this year from what I've seen, though. He's good. He's good. I said, you're, you're more of the offensive line guru. I know yeah. some of the um, names, I'm, but... I'm just thinking through some other offensive linemen that might be in their guard. Um, All I'm saying is yeah, if Washington got should... snubbed on defense in two different I think we keep pushing. I think we keep pushing. Center starting Jason Kelsey, that was a lock. 
Um, I think the Lions center should have also probably been on there as a backup, but I forget. He is. Name. Frank Ragnow. Oh, uh, there, there you go. go. Boom. Go. Good, good, Frank, Ra- good pick, James. <laughs> Frank Ragnow's a dog. I don't know names. I, I love <laughs> Frank Ragnow. Frank Ragnow's insane. <laughs> uh, defense. Let's go. Okay. Starting ends, Nick Bosa, Brian Burns. Backup, yeah. Demarcus Lawrence. Okay. That's, I like that. Yeah. I like yeah. that a lot. Sweat's actually. had a good year for Washington, but he hasn't, he hasn't earned a pro. Yeah, that's fine. He doesn't have the sack numbers. Interior D-line. Ready, James? Yeah. It, it better be one of them. Starting Aaron Donald. Also starting Jonathan Allen. Oh, my boy. And backing up Dexter Lawrence. I can, you know, Jonathan Those Allen, in my opinion, is better than um, is better than Payne. Payne's having a better year, in my opinion, than Allen, like sack-wise. But, like, in terms of just, like, overall impact, Allen's more double-teamed than Allen has I more would tackles like for loss. Nothing more than to have pain in Cleveland next year. <laughs> <laughs> you you may have pain in Cleveland next year. But I, I don't – I mean – has Aaron Donald had a um, good year? I think a snub there is. I mean, Darren Payne is Hargrave out of Philadelphia. is having Hargra- a great year. Hargrave's yeah, one. that's. Um, um, I'm trying to think. Who else a, is isn't there a D tackle on the another D tackle on the Rams that was good? Maybe. I don't know. Aaron um, Donald. Aaron Donald. That was. Is like, Grady, Grady Jarrett's an end? Right, he's an end. Yeah, I don't know if he's playing that good this year. Aaron Donald was a pity vote, in my opinion. Yeah, yeah. I, I don't really think Donald. I mean, if, if Donald's getting in, Tom Brady should yeah, be. Yeah, that's my point. Like, <laughs> he hasn't really had a great year. He's probably had an okay year. I'm, but anyway. um, yeah, yeah, but Donald's. I feel like Donald's at least won a couple of games and been in it. I feel like. I mean, they the Rams have been bad. Rams are bad, yeah. But I think I think Payne's a snub. But I, Dexter Lawrence has played great. Honestly, um, the other the other D tackle for the uh the Giants, uh, yeah. Williams, he was a snub. Yeah, he's a snub. Too. I actually thought about that. He's good. I mean, I guess though, for you when uh, on Washington and the Giants, you have between the two teams, four great interior D linemen, you kind of just have to choose one yeah, from each. That, that feels right. This yeah. feels right. Yeah. Um, outside backer, starting Micah Parsons. Okay. We knew that. Yeah, that makes sense. Starting Zadarius Smith from Minnesota and backup Hassan Reddick from Philadelphia. I feel like Brian Burns got a... Brian Burns got was starting at end. Oh, was he, oh, was he starting at end? Yeah, okay, Brian bad. Burns I, starting at end. I did not hear him, my bad. Um, Obviously, no argument with Micah. I think Zedarius is having a real good year out in Minnesota. Zedarius is the only reason their defense is able to function, to be fair. Um, yeah. No, yeah. No, no, no complaints. Yeah, Next. Really. Inside linebacker. Uh, Fred Warner starting DeMario Davis backing up. Fred Warner's the best linebacker in football. Don't let anyone ever tell you otherwise. Fred Warner is insane. Fred Warner should absolutely be starting there. That makes sense. Uh, DeMario Davis is a little bit of a name guy there. Um, I can't really speak to how good of a season he's having. I know his team sucks. No, he's on the Saints, right? Yeah. yeah I mean, um, it's, it's kind of whatever. It's not a great. Do, do we have anyone we could think of interior? Um, I mean, well, Roquan before he got traded. Um, yeah, but he's he, he was I starting mean, in the AFC. Um, Shaq Thompson's technically an inside linebacker. He's had a good year. Is he? I think so. I think he's, I think pe- he's probably outside. I know Shaq Thompson. I know both uh, Shaq Thompson and Brian Burns have had good years. I'm just kind of going through the divisions here. Let me see. Um, he is. No he's just Ken- no, no Eric Kendricks. That's usually he's a just rated as a name. linebacker. I mean, he has 110 tackles. Doesn't have really great sack numbers though. So yeah, yeah but definitely no problems with Fred Warner. Yeah, so. no, that makes. I mean, he might be the All Pro linebacker this year. So. Uh, some interesting stuff at quarter cornerback. Corner. Ooh, okay. Starting Darius Slay and Trayvon Diggs. Backing up the rookie stud Tariq Woolen Tariq and Wool- Jair Alexander. I know that name. Tariq Woolen has had a great year. I think Tariq Woolen should be starting there. He leads the NFL in interceptions. Yeah, I, I think Woolen should be starting over Diggs. Um, I think a snub here. Diggs is, gets cooked quite a bit. Oh, yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah. You <laughs> guys are on a false narrative there. Diggs is a name. Diggs? No. 
Diggs has not been getting cooked this year like he was last year. Diggs oh, is sure. playing really good this he's year. He's playing better, but he's still... Diggs my is point a is pro he, bowler, but he's maybe He's usually not. consistent, but he tends to get burnt once or twice I, a game. I have two oh, snubs yeah. which here. Is, well, I mean, most corners do. I yeah, have but two snubs here. Where are the snubs? First, J.C. Horn I, I out of Carolina. J.C. Horn. J.C. Horn's a huge one. I agree. I think J.C. Horn's playing incredible. The second one I think that's just sad is Darius Slay's teammate, James Bradbury, and Darius Slay's other teammate, C.J. Gardner-Johnson. But C.J. Gardner-Johnson's listed as a safety, and he's been hurt, though. Is he listed as a safety? I, well, I'm saying I think he's, his position is safety, but he can play corner. Well, he's not on this list, and I think he led the league in interceptions before he got injured, and he's like a, he's actually a nickel, really. He led the league in interceptions before he got hurt, and I think he's still second. Has Terrell had a good year out of Atlanta? Has he had a good year? Oh, A.J. Terrell... Um, I, don't, I haven't really heard much. I know he got hurt, but then he was back. Not 100% positive on him. Okay. Uh, I mean... I think we got listed a couple good names yeah. there. Yeah. Quandre digs at the starting free safety out in Seattle. And Buda Baker and Talanoa Hufanga out of San Francisco. I've never heard of him before. <laughs> no, Hufanga's legit. Yeah, I know. I've no, heard. Tom I've seen Hufanga's that name. Legit. I definitely watched Buda him Baker's, do a lot of stuff Buda this Baker's week. Buda Baker is also good. There are two snubs both from Washington in this category. Um, I can't name your safeties. Cameron Curl and uh, Derek Forrest are I, snubs. They have mm-hmm. been rated top five safety for the entire – both have been top five in safeties the entire year. Uh, I can't uh, they, they This is been. number one they and number been. one and two. <laughs> nah, Buda Baker's been a name this I, year. Buda Baker I do sort of – I, I agree with George's thing here. Like, it, it, being in the top five is good, and they probably are consistently the best, but – like again, I think this is a little bit more of a popularity Cameron contest. Cameron Curl literally plays linebacker and safety for Washington. Like he is literally their starting middle linebacker. Well, that's what, what I'm. Baker but that's what I'm wondering: is that why he's not here? No, everyone knows him as a safety. Well, oh, okay. I don't know. I feel is, like I'm missing some NFC. Sa- Harrison Smith not on here out of Minnesota. He's that's a perennial Harrison name. Smith. Isn't the uh, safety for the Lions good? Or is he just? Or is he not? I don't know. Uh, I'm not sure. You know who name I don't hear over here? But Richard Hapanuga. Sherman. Is he, he having retired? He retired. I he, thought he was still playing. On, he's been on the Sunday night broadcast. Really? He does the Thursday, Thursday night, night broadcast. broadcast. I thought he was week. still in there. I've like seen pictures of him. No, because yeah, he does the yeah. Thursday night broadcast. Oh, every okay. Week. But no, Hafanuga's legit. He is really fucking good. Hufanga. Hufanga, sorry. I don't know. I, I might be saying that wrong, but the, I think I'm close. That sounds right. He might be better than close to me, but yeah, the the safety from the 49ers. James, I think you're about to get excited. Is Tressway on there? Starting punter Tressway. Let's go, baby! <laughs> um, Best star- starting launch snack- snapper. Give our recognition where recognition's due. Andrew DePaola. There you go. Respect Cam. the fellow Minnesota Drew. Vikings. Cam, I respect Cam, the fellow Cam Drew. Che- Cam Cheese. Place kicker. Jason Myers out of Seattle. Okay. That's a different name. All right. That's... Return specialist, Cavante Turpin, Dallas Cowboys. That that I've never heard that's of. warranted. Oh, James, there's another Washington player on this list. Is Jeremy Reeves the special Jeremy teamer? Jeremy Reeves is the special Dude, teamer. I love Jeremy Reeves, Real bro. quick, we got to count this up. One, two. They have four, I think. Three, four Pro Bowlers. We had one last year. Or no, we had two last year. Was Tressway was on last year. My <laughs> boy's doubling up. Um... No, so those are our problems. No, to be to be completely honest, though, Jeremy Reeves is an insane special player, he, special teams player. He's basically made a living off it. Come on and off the Washington practice squad every single year. Solid player, solid dude. He deserves it. I'm happy for him. All right, we are moving on from the. Does pro that Bowl wait, talk. does that mean between our three teams that are that Washington has the most Pro Bowlers? Probably. Uh, the Browns had three. Washington Steelers had, four. had Minka and TJ. Washington had four. We had the most Pro Bowlers. We had. Miles, we had Jewel Batonio, Nick Chubb. But all ours were starters. 
Fire Moose should be on there. Well, I mean, we have three starters. Fire Moose should be And Terry. All right, but we're going to get off the Pro Bowl. Obviously important. We're going to move to a little bit of a different football. We talk about kind of football. We talk a lot of American football here, but use your feet. Yeah, well, you use your feet. There's kicking. There's yeah, you, yeah, you there's use kickers. your feet more. Hey, yeah, sure. Hey, Jason Myers just got a but Pro Bowl. Now. There was a kicker. big. Everyone, I'm sure everybody was watching a little, at least have heard about the World Cup. Argentina is absolutely collapsing right now under the weight of oh, the, yeah, the, the nationwide party that is going on. Did you see? I saw, I've seen videos of just like. They, the police letting the floods through onto the highway, and it's just like oh yeah, there's just the floods of people, of people everywhere. Yeah. yeah. Oh, the the Argentinian Argentinian economy is down currently. <laughs> it oh. is not running. Right, I gotta share this. Oh, that's outside of Messi's house. <laughs> They're saying something. They're outside, not Messi's house. Messi's They're outside Messi's grandmother's house, and they're saying something along the lines of "De abuela." De Messi. I might be mis- saying that, but, but they're that, saying the grandmother of Messi is yeah. what they're chanting outside of her house. Yeah, I mean, that, that and in the video out. later, they bring her down, and there's just like 100,000 people just screaming because it's Messi's grandmother. Mm-hmm. There's well, videos that they had they had to get, use helicopters to get them out of the middle of the parade because the buses couldn't move anymore. <laughs> and then when Messi pulled into his driveway, he couldn't even get into his own home because it was crowded with thousands <laughs> of people no, but that's there the to celebrate. The also. celebration is obviously crazy, but the game itself was even oh, crazier. Oh, right, the game was awesome. The, the Messi, Arguably two the goals, two goals, two goals. Messi had two. two. Mbappe Killian, for France. Killian had a, Mbappe had, a had a hat trick. Two penalty kicks go in for him, too. Because that's where two of his goals yeah. came. But if the World game. Cup's going to penalty kicks, we're having a good time. Yeah, no, and that's... And you know, the I announcers think, were saying the whole time, if this goes to penalty kicks, France should be scared. Yeah. yeah. And he was right. And yeah. my here's my thing, though. Just sort of bringing it back home a little bit. Um, we always joke, oh, for our athletes, for our best football athletes. If we put LeBron in the goal. If we put LeBron <laughs> in the goal and we put DeAndre Hopkins on wing. Who's stopping Aaron and Tyree Donald? Kill. <laughs> put Tyreek Hill in attack. Bro, put Matt Judon out there. He'll sack him. We want, we want T.J. Watt at defender. Uh but if I we, buy into this argument. No, but that, that's sure. <laughs> my point is, is in the next four years, do we actually see America, especially given how much more it was promoted and how many more people it seemed actually cared about it this year? Dude, it, it seemed this year way more than any other year. America got into it. No. Well, well I think America got into it because we were actually, actually in it. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, because, like... The, the last time the we last were in time, it, we were alive, it was 2014. Yeah, I would say, they, like, because the World Cup before this one, we weren't in it. So, I mean, obviously for... And we've uh, never really been good. Yeah. This <laughs> no, but the, that's... How have we never been good? Because we are like our kids, our, our, our entire kids. joking, or our, the entire meme nationally is that all we do is play sports and drink beer. Yeah, like, we, yeah. But like our kids are, when you're growing up, what are the three sports you play? I played soccer. And okay, you're weird. I yeah, played 12 kids, seasons of soccer. Uh, most of the ba- most, most kids growing up play, play football, my best friend, basketball, and baseball. baseball. My best friends, my two best friends, I met. Through soccer. Yeah, sure. Well, you're special. I, I, I got my best friends here, too. But <laughs> yeah, neither. Do not I, neither. I also soccer. played soccer when I was younger. But like, I got too many still, best friends. But it still wasn't like, like for most people, it's Who did not you the meet in problem. soccer? It's not Zach the most and sport. Did you really? Yeah. Wow. Well, Zach was technically through preschool. Any, anyway, though. Anyway. I want to say, did me and Zach not? Me and Zach definitely play soccer against each other, at least. Either way, soccer is not taken as seriously in America as it is 
anywhere. As a, the as analysis is a Mickey Mouse League compared to the Premier League. Oh yeah, oh dude. Like I mean, most there are people from like the uh, the Premier Leagues that and from just other abroad leagues that will come to the MLS when they can't play in the Premier Leagues anymore because they can make a ton of money and still. I kick have to say people. something that I learned through this World Cup journey of mine and discovering soccer is that Messi and Mbappe are on a team together. Yeah, so there's a lot man, of yeah. PSG. Yeah, PSG. Um, there was yeah. a lot of memes of Messi walking into practice Monday morning. <laughs> <You're> like, <"Yay." laughs> How's it going, bud? <laughs> but um, so happy for Messi. It was Argentina. a great game overall. When you see how they're celebrating and they're crying in the streets, you're like, I these guys they... deserved it more than America. No, but let, <laughs> let me tell you. I mean, America didn't even get If that, that right? is what Argentina looks like after a dub, I want live footage of New York City. It and wouldn't be as cool as Argentina. No, I think, say, oh, I'm going to tell cool. you I think it would be. I think we'd have quite the thing. We've got some <laughs> guests potentially pulling up to our podcast right now, so we're going to be wrapping things up. We're going to get going through some more content. Next week, big games. Uh, well, big well games. one big thing before we move on from our ball portion here, I think the important thing right. is it's going to be real ten brief. Ten seconds for this. Yeah, it's ten seconds because it's happening in less than ten days. Yep. Sports betting is coming to Ohio. Let's go. It's going to be legalized Vandal. in the new year. DraftKings. We're going to have a big... Give us a sponsorship, I'm please. going to be gambling so much because I, I drive like 15 minutes over the border to do it anyways right now. I'm going to be doing it from the comfort of my home then. One more ball portion. We're going to try to get through it real quick. Everyone take a big game here. Start predicting them what you think here. Okay, I'll take Packers-Dolphins. Right. I think the Packers get eliminated from the playoffs. I think still think Mike McDaniel is an awesome NFL coach, and I think the Dolphins are going to hang on to their wild card spot. Bryce, I don't appreciate your laughter. <laughs> We're getting and made fun of here, boys. He doesn't. Uh, our, our guest doesn't watch sports. Uh, we, we, sports if, ball. <laughs> if we, if anyone else showed up to this meeting first, we would have been able to bring him on here and maybe talk a little bit. But sadly, this is the one guest <laughs> that won't talk sports ball. Um, All right, I'll take. Uh, I'll give take me the Dolphins. Big. Mm-hmm. Aaron Rodgers, go home. I'll take Giants. Vikings. Uh, I think the Vikings win. I think they show their. Really? I think they show they're more legit than everyone thinks. They're coming off a huge oh, win. Keeping keeping the momentum. Kirk Cousins, Pro Bowler. Justin Jefferson, Pro Bowler. Zadarius Smith, Pro Bowler. Leading the team against Dexter Lawrence, Pro Bowler, and Saquon, Pro Bowler. You give me, a, <laughs> give me the Vikings. Not not winning big, but I'd, I'd say they win by win by a score, maybe ten points. One more big playoff implication game, I think, especially after they fell through against the Raiders last week. Pat's Bengals, and sadly, to, for me to side with this team in the AFC North, it feels a little bad. But I just don't think the Pats are going to be able to keep up with Joe Burr and the Bengals. Joe Burr. Uh, they got too much <laughs> going on there. Um, they've got, I think they've got better players all around. Even if is Jamar still hurt? No, he's playing. That's what I'm saying. No, no, Jamar's playing. Jamar's Jamar's back. It's it's uh, give me Bengals by like ten. Give me give me a double digit win. All right, boys. Everyone, go through. Give two reasons why your team is going to win this week because we know you're not picking your team to lose. Ah. Well. Well. Oh wait. James, James, you give us two reasons. You think you have a uh, A chance? A chance. A chance. Um, the Browns are going to win for two reasons. First of all, our pass rush is going to get to. The red rifle, Andy Dalton. Come on, if we lose to Andy Dalton to end our playoff hopes, I'm giving it up. Um, and the other reason we're at home, first energy field, Amari Cooper balls. I listen. I this is definitely going to be a good game for y'all, but again, it's hard for me to imagine y'all losing to the Saints. The Saints aren't good. You shouldn't. They're not the Steelers that you lose games you shouldn't as much. I feel like, but we'll get that going. Um, as uh, uh, James, we could head it over to your commanders next, I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah, they're probably gonna lose. They're probably gonna lose bad. Um, 
49ers might be are probably the best team in the NFC. But if they have a chance to win, it's going to be through a insanely insane defensive performance by Jonathan Allen, Pro Bowler. And uh, <laughs> and um, I'd also say. For some reason, Washington tends to do really well in big games that they have every reason to lose, and they have every reason to lose, if reason to lose this game. This is a big game for them. They could somehow pull it out and shock everyone again. They did it earlier against the Eagles this year. They did it two years ago against the undefeated Steelers. They have a chance. Na 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 na. Hey hey hey. Good, but <laughs> no, they're they listen. I think the commanders have a better chance than James is saying here. I'm not as confident in the 49ers as everyone else thinks they are. And all, I think any game, say, any game is, is winnable in the NFL. Expect to see Carson once. Oh, okay, that's expect fine. Expect to see Carson once. Moving it down to Pittsburgh, though. We were supposed to have a great game here, and like we said at the top of the thing, I'm not it's it's sad the whole situation with Franco. But this is an even sadder situation, given the week it happened in. 50th anniversary. The 50th, and this is the 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. Franco Harris was getting his jersey retired this weekend. He was like, it, 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 we were he, all him and all the people from that game. We had a bunch of vets coming in to celebrate it. We were supposed to have this big party. I've, we've been talking this game up. I've been saying like, the Steelers just will, will not lose this game. And I'm gonna keep saying that, but I'm gonna give you two reasons. My first reason. Is I don't think I, the Raiders, while they won last week, I think the way they won, like you said, is a little silly. A little silly. A little silly. I think if we held the Raiders to 24 points, I think we it's could. Not that hard. I think we could do it. Can you score more than 24? We points? scored 24 this week. You score again. <laughs> the Panthers D, the which I'll say is good. No, no, no. Okay. Well, okay. Let's not. That's, that's, that's what I'm saying. Let's calm down there. So I, my I think point the Steelers is, went too. two wins. I think we can win on. I think the Steelers will just be able to put more points on the board, and I think the ghost of Franco Harris is speaking to the big Madden <laughs> upstairs. He's getting us this dub because we want our storyline Week 17 matchup against the Browns. The NFL is rigged. The NFL is writing storylines oh into the thing, and the storyline they want right now is a Week 17 Steelers Browns playoff game. All right, well, let's give it out for the boys one last time here. A little. Duval. Because we've got a big game here with the Jaguars and Jets, and I'm telling you, Jaguars are winning this. Jaguars won. Jaguars won. Yeah, Trevor Lawrence Zach, goes off. Zach Wilson's playing, right? Oh, yeah. Uh, it could be Mike White. Mike White. Oh, is Mike White coming back? That's a little scarier. Okay. But Trevor Lawrence still dog. Trevor we're Lawrence, we're dog. winning this game. They're on fire. Say Jones is catching like seven. The boys are winning this game. I'm winning my fantasy playoff game. <laughs> All right. All right. We've got Bets. one final thing before we sign off. Again, we're obviously going to keep track of this. And give me this notepad. Cause I got yeah, We've we got do. board games to play. We've got people. And tear that off. I got and, bets there you go. <laughs> All right. <laughs> All right. James, you want to go first? Well, no, no. Looks up I'm, bets. No, I'm. That's that's we, we we usually have a way to go about it, but I can if you guys can give me spreads on it while I while I talk about it, I'm gonna give you my picks. Okay, I can give okay, you first because okay, I, I, I am I, in the I, lead. I can do it. Give me. A do you need to pull up spreads? I can tell tell me the game and I got it. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. So my first game, I'm telling you, I'm I'm going with a regular pick for my Steelers here. I'm taking Pitt, whatever the spread is. Uh, it looks like you're minus two and a half. Yeah, it's oh. Pittsburgh minus two and a half. All right, I'm taking that. The next one I'm looking at here. Is I'm staying in division. I'm give me that Bengals over the Pats, whatever the spread is. Uh, Bengals minus three. Yep. Oh, yeah. No, yep. Bengals minus that, three. That that feels really good. Uh, foreshadowing that may or may not be my lock of the week. Um, <laughs> I, I, I already had it circled. Yeah, that's fine. That's fine. I'm fine. That, um, the the next thing I'm probably gonna want to look at. Um, we I want to look a little bit more. Oh, oh, what's the Bills spread against the Bears? Like eleven. Uh, it's minus eight and a half. Eight and a half. Oh. Yeah. 
Give me the Bears. Oh! Give me the Bears to play a little bit of football. Justin Fields is still playing, right? Yeah, still playing. Yeah. That. So give, I think I like that guy. Give me him plus eight and a half. And then my final regular pick before we get going. Give me, give me the Vikings. Okay, Vikings. Uh, Unless you picked the. Did you it's pick? uh, Vikings. It's Vikings minus four. Same as last week. Yep. All right, that's my normal picks. Uh, we'll. we'll we can head it over to George now for his four normals. Uh, cool. First pick, and I want to emphasize this, so I'm going to grab the mic. Okay. Michael Graham, <laughs> you're not going to the playoffs. <laughs> <laughs> the Texans are not only going to cover the plus three spread against the Titans, well, they're going four. to Dude. outright win. I don't need plus four. Give them to me at plus, give three and a half. Let's go three and a half. All right, that's fine. Three Average. Three half, three but I'm not going to need that Based. because the Texans are winning, and then the Jaguars are going to win. And the Titans aren't going to the playoffs. My second pick. Give me the Jaguars. That's a good pick. Plus one and a half over the Jets. You getting this down over there, Niter? I'm writing. I'm writing. Third pick. Give me the Detroit Lions. Minus two and a half over the Panthers. I've rode with the Lions in every episode. And I think they've hit every single time. Yeah. yeah. They're animals. And my last normal pick... I was gonna do this, but I'm I'm moving off it. Um, the ghost of Franco Harris is gonna haunt me if I if I would pick that. So I'm going Chargers four minus four and a half against the Colts. Oh, okay, all right, all right. For me, I am going to do Jaguars plus one and a half against the Jets. Also, I think George, you had that one as well. Yeah. Yep. I'm gonna go with Vikings minus four versus the Giants. Okay. I'm going to go Saints plus two and a half versus the Browns. Wow. In I, Cleveland. In Cleveland. In the cold. In the cold. With Andy Dalton. Andy Dalton knows how to play, <laughs> Andy Dalton knows how to play in the cold. Red Rider. Well, are you inciting violence on our podcast? I can't believe you would do this to us. <laughs> I never would really do that. And then, because, because Washington is stupid, I think they're going to cover Washington plus seven. Wow. This man is brainwashed. No, it's because this is a game they would cover for no reason. They're, All right. <laughs> there's every reason for them not to cover it, and they would. All right, now, James, we're going to need your lock of the week here. Sure, I got my lock of the week. My lock of the week is Seattle plus 10 versus the Chiefs. Ooh. You want to talk about that Fighting one a little bit? Fighting for their playoff hopes. Yeah, I believe, hey, Geno Smith pro bowler versus Pat Mahomes the pro bowler. I believe wow. Seattle's fighting for their lives here. I think they lose by a score, but I don't think they lose by 10. That's honestly a fair assessment. I like that one. Um, I, like, I like that actually too. This one, it's pretty this one's Chinese. <laughs> I try my best. Um, George, we're gonna head your way for your lock. Lock now. of the week: Bengals minus three versus the Pats. I think the Bengals are going for the one seed. They, I mean, they they are. Because <laughs> they have the tiebreakers. If those other two teams lose another game, yeah, yeah. I, I think the Bengals have a legit shot at a one seed. I think the Bengals are gonna win this game by a lot. I really thought about taking that. I really did. Oh, I love it. It's a great lock. I mean, I took the Bengals last week. It paid off. <laughs> Niner's uh, finding his lock. I'm looking. <laughs> I listen. I again, like I tell you every week, I will never write my bets ahead of the podcast. We're having too much good conversation here well, for me to. That's, like, that's why I moved off the Raiders plus two and a half. <laughs> well, that's, what that's what I'm saying. You I'm, said the ghost of Franco Harris and on we the don't, 50th anniversary of the Immaculate Reception. I'm not yeah. taking that. You know, my important yeah. thing too is, plus, is like I'm not getting the games. I'm trying to find what. Wait, games wait do you want to have well pick it? Hey, yeah, well, wait plus, a second. Yeah, I can always pick it. Yeah, plus, no, that's actually. But plus, like when you hear other people, like sometimes you bounce yeah. ideas. And off so, well, we're gonna have well come here. Well, come here. Well, come here. 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 Come
Glad we're looking wrong. at we're looking at my bets here, so we can't bet here. But we're looking for one lock of the week here. One person you think's gonna win in any of these games. I'll let you know if I picked them already. You want me to just say one team? Just yeah, yeah, that team. Yep, and he'll take the spread on that team. Eagles. Oh, Ooh. what's the spread on it? I don't know. What's the James, sp- find give the me a spread on, on that. Eagles. That's, on that's the Cowboys good. are probably favored. I think the Cowboys, Cowboys are, are favored, but I mean, Eagles have just been really dominant this year. They have been and, like, good defense. Yeah, I mean, like I don't. It's know. the Eagles I'm, plus five. That's yeah. actually. I mean, I mean, that's a legit. That's a good. Yeah, it's like I mean, we're take, taking it. I mean, <laughs> I honestly like. I think that the Eagles will get to the Super Bowl and then lose. Like, I think kind of how the okay. you know, here's, kind of how the Phillies did this. Will, you get Philadelphia roast? Meek Mill's not good. Will watches football more than the average guy in our friend group. I think a little bit. So the important thing is we play Dungeons and Dragons. All right, but the thing is here. And we sports ball. The thing is here. I think one thing hey, these guys can, one D&D. thing these guys could tell me about the podcast. I am not pro Cowboys. I'll I'll take the Eagles. I'll fuck, ride against the Cowboys. The Cowboys. Anyway. Fuck the and Cowboys. So, yeah, there we go. Pro Puller, right. Tony Pollard. All right. All right. All right, boys, but with that, we got our bets. We'll be able to write those down onto the script a little later, obviously. But we wanted to, once again, thank you all for tuning in for our first whole live episode. Live especially episode, once, once, again, once again, if you if you actually get to the end of the video, I don't think anyone commented to your secret keyword. So let's put no, a new keyword. Maple syrup. Um, yeah, well, we need a new keyword. New keyword. Wario. Wario. <laughs> All right. First person to type Wario gets to pick George's lock of the week next week. Oh, okay, okay. <laughs> I, I love I'll how, take like, it. I love how also, like, you only had it, like, in person, but you also had, like, uh, your friends and guest stars coming. <laughs> oh, of course. If, and, I wish I would know it was happening earlier. I would have, like... Well, we were just trying yeah, to get we it done. We were late. trying to get it done before everyone got Use here. Use the code That's Wario. This is the first time you guys have been early. <laughs> get yourself some blue oh, juice. Dude, hey, so 10% off the Settlers of Catan expansion pack. All right. All right. But again, once again, wrapping it up, we wanted to thank you all. We got to check all our socials. We got on a few more platforms this week. We're on Amazon, Pat Platform. We are. We're on Amazon, I think, now. We're on Spotify. We're on TikTok, Twitter, RSS. RSS. As you should. So, so much, two other random podcast websites that I don't remember the name of right uh, now. Essentially, anything but Apple Music. Yeah, yeah. basically. Yeah. Get, yeah. get on. We're, we're on Samsung Podcasts. Um, that's a thing. Yeah, yeah. that's a. Um, but not used by anyone. <laughs> no, but the James. important thing is we appreciate all interaction. Um, we, we like talking to people, and we definitely appreciate any interaction we get. So remember to subscribe, follow us, whatever it is on the different platform. Like and comment on all our videos, especially if you have different comments. Negative <laughs> interactions are welcome too, because we're stupid. Tell us we're stupid. If you're going to comment on our podcast, you better show your face. And so the thing is, again, we're wrapping up this week. We'll be back again next week, hopefully, with another week of analysis. Hopefully, we don't have as many depressing starts. But remember, things came down on this podcast. Fans are on the line. And I hope you guys enjoyed listening with us. We're going to wrap it up here. It's been good. Talk to you all later. Peace out.